Let's just win Rob's chain. No idea what your chances are because Chris is a lazy butt. Anybody. Anybody. I had it. I believe you. And uh, right there. Right. Oh, here we go. And Dawn. And that is so Dolly. Hello. I, I would have been surprised had she not come out in the trending outfit. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Two of these are still trickling in. This one came in this morning from Shane. Hey, Shane. Says, I just returned from vacation, which had little to no cell service, and I wanted to thank Rob for helping make our holiday dinner the best. I followed the directions on the package of Brian, watched the YouTube video, which, by the way, should have a disclaimer, because my wife walked in on you, Rob, fisting the raw bird and started asking questions about what I was watching. <laughs> yeah, after you brine your turkey, you got to take it out and rinse it really good and get all the salt that might be lingering there out, and, and you do fist the cavity. And if uh, if somebody were to walk in and not know why a, a middle-aged man was shoving his fist in and out of a raw bird, they, they might have uh, questions. Now, did you get... Uh, did you get- inspiration for fisting the bird from the very first pornographic video you ever watched i, I always oh. i always think of it but what, what do we what do we decide it's not called raw meat what do you remember raw what, talent raw talent yeah uh where where uh, uh, the, the one of the opening scenes is a the porn star dude uh winds up giving it to the cavity of a of a, of a, <laughs> of a, a, a turkey and then oh. and then he finishes in a sandwich that he gives to somebody. And I'm like 14 when I saw this. Oh, so yes, I. Oh. You need mayonnaise. I, uh, yeah, and I think they use that line. I think that's where the first time I. Anything I heard to do with gizzard in that? Uh, I not that I recall. I you know it's a, it's all it's all fleeting, but uh, I do think of it every year. Yes. Uh, by the way, we do still have turkey, Brian. If uh, you're one of those uh, weirdos that serves Christmas uh, dinner with the turkey again. Uh, or any other time of the year, uh, you can go to uh, radradio.com, go to the Stupid Store. Superstore. And we can ship it to you. We do still have a few vendors and small businesses that we're partnered with uh, that are listed as well, including NorCal Gun Vault, who is collecting Woo-hoo. toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots. Christmas Drive, you bring in at least 20 bucks worth of new unwrapped toys for donation, along with the receipt of purchase, and NorCal Gun Vault will give you a bag of Rad Turkey. Brian got a text from uh, Eddie, the co-owner, yesterday. Uh, they have so much, they already had their first takeaway. Oh, of, I love uh, that. Big old, big old collection of toys. So uh, oh, keep heading over to NorCal yay. Gun Vault in Rockland uh, and help out uh, some uh, Christmases for kids, is, 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 whether you want Brian or not. All right, we also got this email, rad at radradio.com from Alan. Hey, Alan. This goes back to yesterday's jokes from the maggot segment. <laughs> we didn't get a lot of jokes out uh, because we got stuck on an Alanis Morissette uh, joke because she collects uh, Pennywise dolls. <laughs> and uh it's so and then the punchline is something like uh it, what's what's what was the punchline it's something about it dolls and, and right. isn't it ironic it do- and, and, and it wasn't a great punch would have thought it figures ah there you go that's right pennywise is an it figure <laughs> and then and, and, you know okay kind of a throwaway joke but i the idea was tell the punchline and then hit the song so that you hear that line from Alanis Morissette. She just sings it real quick. Golden. Uh, just to, you know, punctuate it. But uh, it wasn't loaded into my little sound machine correctly. <laughs> and and then uh, we, uh, Brandon and I, were uh, uh, monkeys having sex with a football live on the radio, trying to get it right over and over <laughs> Fantastic. and over again. Do you need it again? Uh, no. Are you no. sure? Yeah. I- <laughs> Because I got it. I, I'm sure you do. I, I got I, it. I appreciate the overcompensation. Oh, you know what? Hey, um, wait. You know what? Yes. Yes. You got it. You got it right? You got it? Uh, it's ready. Okay. I'll cue I you. I think. I will cue you. Okay, you ready? All right. <clears throat> Alan says, I was listening to yesterday's jokes from the maggots segment this morning, waiting on pins and needles for Brandon to get it right. I knew the fourth time was going to be the charm. <laughs> Rob reads the joke. And my wife calls and cuts off the audio right oh! as Brandon finally nails it. And all I could think was, isn't it ironic? 
Ooh, See that? Almost got a double what, remix there. What's funny about that, too, is that that line makes no sense to Alan's email because that was the right line, but it just ended with, isn't it ironic? So never mind. Oh all right. That, that, was, that was great. Another unplanned moment. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right. We got a few like this one from Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Says, this is for you, Kyle. Okay. Light the beam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, what an right. awesome comeback in a great game to watch. Uh, yes. Okay. How about Agreed. Go Kings? Agreed. Agreed. And light the that? beam. Believe in beam, Don. Now how about believe in the Kings? I do, but the beam gives us powers. Uh, it's just weird. The uh, the Sacramento it's Kings so with 10 seconds to go last night. Uh, Malik Monk got himself inside the free throw line and uh, shoved the ball up and banked it in, and the Kings got a 124-123 victory after Steph Curry could not nail the final shot, yeah. uh, and they beat the Golden State Warriors. And, mm-hmm. and, 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 what? Uh, and, oh. This is so annoying. Uh, Ilya Rotin. Hey, Ilya. Said, did you guys watch the Kings-Warriors game? No. I literally was pulling my hair out. Now, wait a minute. Are you literally <laughs> using literally right? Did you really pull hair out? I mean that that's that's a problem. That's a mental disorder. Pixar hey. didn't happen. Yeah, you need you need to get help if you're if you're doing that. It's very unhealthy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I literally was pulling my hair out, but in the end, the Kings won. Light the beam. Okay, fine. Uh, I'm not I'm, I'm not a beam fan, but I don't care. I mean, Is I'm that a, what uh, everyone does now when they win. They yeah. say light the beam. It's, it's, it's light it's, the beam. <laughs> light the beam. It's very it's very it's very strong. The force is strong in the beam. Yes. I'm gonna have to embrace it at some point just to save myself. This, this is. I mean, honestly, because it is the most. We're not, you know, you shouldn't say the R word anymore, but that's what it is. Like in big capital letters. Righteous. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> it's just... And and and, oh. and I don't want to stay there because that's such a eh place. Right, so maybe I'll meet in the middle. Yay, I'm Just glad you in. have the beam. Now, Dawn, I, I'm totally with you. Uh, Since the beginning, I've always thought the beam has been stupid, and yeah. it's just it, it just seems like it's just an over overreach of excitement for for the, the Kings team in general. It's like, okay, the Kings are fine. They're doing well, but we need something else. Oh, let's flash a light up into the sky. Right. Uh, no. But, 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 uh, about oh, a week oh, and a half oh, ago, oh, I was driving home oh, one night. There's a but. And I believe the Kings were playing away, but they had still won. And I live in the greater Sacramento area, so I, I can see the beam when it's when it's shining up in the sky while I was driving home from whatever thing I was doing. I can't remember. Um, but it looked pretty cool. It does. I mean, it's it's pretty bright. It's pretty big. Oh, and it does look uh, like it goes up into space. Brandon! So, I mean, it would be great to like be in a plane uh, to see it from that angle and see how bright it shines up into the sky. So I'm almost, hmm. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Team B. No! Yes! So I'm, I'm going to have to intentionally make, make sure I'm downtown at some point during the Kings game so I can see this thing. In, it's in, pretty in, cool. And, and they do light it even when the, the Kings win on the road. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, oh, light oh, it on good. the road. But they had the beam when the Kings sucked too. Not for very long. Did they? All of a sudden we got the beam. They started doing pretty good. So the beam the beam did not transpire last season. Okay. Oh my God. Was it last season when they got it or I the season before? I'd have I'm to double check. Yeah, I would have to go to the Google because and find out. That would be fascinating to me because I, I you you would be right. I had never heard of the beam until last season when they were finally good. It looks like the beam was introduced in September of 2022. Oh yeah. Okay, okay so at the beginning of last season. Yeah. Yep, that Which makes sense. But, but at the beginning before they were good because it took them a few months to get to it get did. where they so, needed to be. So it was the beam. This is my problem with the beam. It's the team that's good, not a stupid beam. You're giving all the power of your 
team, so you don't even care about the players. L listen, all of you that keep shouting the beam and giving credit to the beam, you don't care about the Kings players. You don't. You you shouldn't even care to know their names because all you care about is the almighty beam, and it's the beam that's winning you games. Ugh. I know I'm overthinking this, but it is so highly annoying. Oh. It's better than our last one. We had a cowbell before. I mean, some oh. people still use it. That was the crappiest thing ever. That's, oh, so you went from vomit to, to, to you, thank you. Yeah, well, vomit. There it is. No, this vomit is to poop. awesome. It's yeah. a purple laser. Oh my god, it's so sick. I don't. I I, I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to meet in the middle. Again, a lot of teams have these silly things. I'm not a big fan of really any of them. Uh, but hey, uh, the Kings did win. So so back to Ilya's email because we haven't gotten to the the thing that also annoys me. Fine, fine with light the beam, whatever. I'm just indifferent to that at this point. Ugh. I literally was pulling my hair out. We already discussed her mental uh, illness. Uh, <laughs> in the end, the Kings won light the beam. Can't wait to see the Kings win this in-season tournament. Why? Yeah. It's meaningless. <laughs> Shut up. We're going to do the, 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 the Mixed Picks podcast uh, today uh, on Rad TV. <laughs> Uh, at members.radradio.com. Uh, and uh, joining us will be Dawn's husband, uh, Gary. Yay, Gary! Who's actually the guy that originally turned me on to this stupid in-season tournament. And, <laughs> and and at first, Gary seemed... Uh, I, I might not have this right, because it was all through text. He seemed intrigued by the idea. And I didn't really look at it much in the beginning of the season, but I was, I, I, I was like, whatever. And then Steve Mickelson and I talked about it on the podcast. And Steve got through the whole explanation of what it is. And my question was, why do we care? And no one can answer this question. What, what is this? It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a tournament during the season where they, they figured out the teams now, the, the NBA teams. They'll go to the quarterfinals. And then eventually, and this is all while the season's going on, so one team wins the tournament while the season's going on. Uh, okay. and, and for doing so, that team gets to lift the NBA Cup, which is a brand new thing they've created. Ooh. And and every player on the team gets half a million dollars. Oh. Fans get nothing. Oh. It's meaningless. This doesn't even the, help towards your no. making it to whatever your championship game is. That's what I was waiting for during the explanation. Yeah. Does it does it give you a, 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 a this would be stupid. You should you should have to earn your way in, but it does it give you some type of automatic entry into the playoffs? Does it give you like a play in, a guaranteed What's play the in? Point? There's no point. But well, there's I know already I'm enough basketball. So is fair. it just a prolonged basketball? I know what the point is. I know what the point is. I want to say no, it, no, because they're playing the games that already are scheduled. Are part of the tournament. Oh, so they're going to be extra tired. Well, it, I saw no. the that, oh, oh, I saw okay. this interview I between Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, and Shaq was arguing at the fact that it takes this tournament takes away from the actual focus of winning the the championship trophy, mm -hmm. and um, it, and it's it's making the players look for something else to try to give it their all and not focus more on on the end result. But at the same time, I really enjoy the end tournament because I like seeing the Kings. Like we we went we just went four zero on our end tournament season, so that's probably why I'm liking it. it just because the Kings are winning right now. If they well, were losing, yeah. I'd probably hate it. Wait, but but, but, but but you'd be happy that the Kings are ten and six. Yeah, and they're they're sixth on the playoff rankings right now. Long season ago, you'd be happy anyways because. Who cares? Yeah, but they play a little harder. If you watched last night, I mean, I had to watch the, the, the oh. highlights, but I mean, it was back and forth. And you watch the other games where they're in this in-season tournament too. I watched the Miami-Milwaukee game, and they were going at it tooth and nail. And it just, it seems like it's more exciting to watch the players try a little harder. Well, I, I, I'm i pretty sure that, that two answers to that, that, to cover both of those things. The Kings would have been on it last night for revenge against the Warriors Fair anyways. Enough. Half a million dollars a player? I get it. 
But what happens after December 9th? They've got a whole season to go. I mean, are we really are we really are we really reinforcing to America that athletes are just doing this for money? I, I hate that idea. Well, I'm, how much do players get if they win an NBA championship? Great question. They do get a big bonus. I'd have to. I don't have it off the top of my head, but a lot of money. Yeah, and I know this is all sponsored by Las Vegas, and I feel like mm-hmm. it's just a way to get people more interested in gambling online with sports apps. I really think that Las Vegas is pumping money in to get people excited to gamble on basketball and make it uh, more more exciting and take away the attention from the NFL. That is the answer to Don's question. And what is the answer to all of life's questions? Money. 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 Yeah. It's a marketing scheme. Oh, it, 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 there is no one with any credibility on ESPN or that knows the NBA that is not mocking this and is not just outright saying this is exactly what it is. It is it is what was it Shaq or Barkley who said? Shaq didn't like it. Barkley was trying to pitch Shaq the idea, and Shaq's like, dude, shut up. Like, no, this takes away the focus from, from getting the championship at the end. Like, these players are going to try extra hard for something that is meaningless, and Shaq was actually super upset about it. I would love, I would love to know what they both really, really, really think. Because was this one of those they were in the back room and they had to draw straws? All right, who's going to no. defend this thing? Oh, maybe, yeah. But, but, no but maybe not, maybe not. It's just there are very few people that are actually – it's so dumb because it's so meaningless. This Ugh. segment is dumb and meaningless. It's really annoying me because it's perfect timing for them to do this because we are, we've are we been groomed for I don't know how many years now to – root for things that are meaningless right like this is totally mean this is like when you go to your kids whatever game whether it's the end of a it's a regular soccer game it's a regular baseball game it's a regular football game and they're giving out these meaningless awards that have they're they're not for a championship it was a regular game that was played so yeah now these folks have grown up and they're all about it (laughs) so so of course now it's seeping in yeah, but uh, one thing I didn't like about the tournament when they were talking about it, Shaq and um, and uh, Barkley. Barkley, thank you. Um, they were saying like soccer does it in tournament soccer, oh. and I was like, no, that's not okay. Good. Don't use that as an example. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, we oh. will we'll dive into this even more uh, with uh, Don's husband and Steve Mickelson uh, during the Mixed Picks oh. podcast on Rad TV. Uh, at members.radradio.com. We're also going to talk about uh, the Oakland A's are leaving, but don't worry, the Oakland B's are coming. What? The, the East what? Bay could not get more embarrassing. We will talk about it. Uh, Tiger Woods is back for the first time since he limped out of the Masters. Huge weekend in college football. Game of the weekend in the NFL is easily the Eagles and Niners. We'll do a full uh, NFL review as well on uh, the Mixed Picks podcast at members.radradio.com. You can watch or listen live. Catch it anytime afterwards, and it'll be a podcast on all of the uh, podcasting forums tomorrow morning. Jeff wrote in and said, Don, the beam is just an inspirational piece of imagery to get a crowd's energy up. When the fans' energy is up, superstitions take over, and the team becomes unstoppable in their minds. It's like King Arthur raising Excalibur, yelling, charge, and his soldiers kicking ass. (laughs) No, it's not. It's none of those things. Oh, it feels like it sometimes. It, yes, it's it's. I, I'm, no, no, it's good. It's good for the, the fans that embrace it. It's good for them. I'm glad they're excited about it. It's like uh, I keep trying to use different analogies. I I think almost all of this stuff is stupid. Those stupid, terrible towels in Pittsburgh. Hmm. Uh, really, you need to wave a yellow towel in order to cheer for your team and feel good. It's I, it just drives me insane. It, it, it's like a pizza party after a, uh, ma- a, a like a little league game during the weekend. I don't know. I I look at it as almost like an idol. You know how some religions have idols. That they they worship, <laughs> it's kind of like that, but with sports. Oh my god! Okay. What? Well, I mean, sports can be very much like that for people, right? Like, um, listen, I oh my god, I I I'm at least gonna be 
Okay. As we're talking about this, I'm sitting here, I'm like doing a little self-reflection. I grew up here for the most part, and our town has always been embarrassing. And, it just, and, and I will be honest, if this was happening somewhere else, right, it, somewhere else I loved, I probably wouldn't be mocking it or laughing at it. I'd probably be like, oh, okay, that's their terrible towel. That's their cheese head. That's their whatever. All of which is dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I have never, like when we went to Wisconsin to the stadium thingy that's there for the Packers, whatever it's called, Lambo, is that it? <laughs> Keep going. Those who care know. I've never thought the cheese has been sprayed. It didn't. I didn't go. Oh, dumb. I was like, oh, that's cute. So I feel like maybe if this was somewhere else, I'd probably just be indifferent or think, oh, well, that's neat for them. This is what their town does. But I think it's because it's here, that's and we fair. just always get something you know, stupid. With, with the backdrop uh, of, of of your background, <laughs> you know, the the the, the thing that that uh, long time or lifelong Sacramentans. I mean, I've lived here twenty five years now longer than anywhere else. The, the thing we should be embracing is it used to be that one of the reasons Sacramento had such a bad uh, 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 reputation throughout like the northern part of the state was because it was it was the little stepchild of the Bay Area. Well, look at how the Bay Area has turned into a toilet, yeah. a pit, a yeah. mess. So at least now we've drugged the Bay Area down and, and we're kind of like all just just awful. Right, there. Was that, was that inspirational? Was that? <laughs> Right. No. <laughs> um, we also got this email uh, having nothing to do with uh, sports in any way from Aldo. Hey, Aldo. Although we have been talking about this all this week. He says, I heard you talking about Best Christmas Ever on Netflix. No, and it was not. This is the uh, Heather Graham movie that uh, is getting panned left and right, and Dawn somehow s- suffered through most of it, but oh, not, yeah. all. not all. I-, I think there's maybe 10, 15 minutes left. I can't do <laughs> I it. I mean, how do you give up at that point? I, I mean, you, you just... you, you, go watch it, and you'll know how. Uh, I mean, I... I Honestly. Aldo says, like Rob, I was tempted to watch based on all of the overwhelming negative reviews. We've had, even had a few listeners write it. Uh-huh. A, a listener named Juan wound up not getting sex from his wife because he, <laughs> he picked this movie. Fast forward to this morning. Now, first, quick background. I'm a big Hallmark Movies fan. Oh, my God. Yay. Yes. That's right. I'm a six-foot, three-inch, 360-pound electrician, and I love Hallmark Christmas oh my movies. God, I Especially around this time of oh, year. Oh, yeah, they're the best. No matter the mood I'm in, I can usually count on those movies to bring me joy. Yeah, hell yeah. I can't say the same about best oh, Christmas no. ever on Netflix. No, you can't. I write you as I've made it to the 30-minute mark of the movie, and I can't take it anymore. Just to be sure, I flipped over to the Hallmark Channel they have on Peacock, and I felt ease and oh, calm come right? over me like yes. a cinematic palate cleanse, oh. and then I went back to Netflix, and I could not continue past that 30-minute mark. I'm usually a sucker for bad movies. This, though, is just dreadful. Yeah, oh. uh, uh, let me tell ta- Okay, mm. Hallmark is Oscar-worthy compared to this garbage. Mm. Wow. See, now I'm skeptical because everybody told mm. me a long time ago when Malibu's Most Wanted came out that it was trash and it was horrible and it'd be awful, and I ended up loving it. So I'm wondering the hell? if it's going to be the same thing. What Maybe I watch Malibu's it. Malibu's Most You've Wanted? You've never seen that? The, came, the uh, Jamie Kennedy movie where he tries to be like a little gangster like Eminem and... His dad's like the mayor of Mount of. He's trying to be mayor. Okay, when, when's when did you when did you love it? How this old was two thousand two, so I was twelve. Brandon, okay, have you watched it since? It's fantastic, still. Oh, Brandon, I, quote I, it. I need a generational <laughs> check. Uh, where are you on? What is it? Malibu. Malibu's <laughs> most wanted. Yes. So Jamie Kennedy plays this this white guy who tries to be black and tries to be a rapper, and he, all of his problems are are white people privilege problems, but he raps about it, and it, it's it's in the same vein as like a scary movie 
movie. Like it's it's kind of a farce. It's it's uh. it's a mockery. It's stupid. It's like a dude, where's my car level of humor. Yes, but okay. it's fantastic. Okay. Well, I mean, dude, where's my car is hysterical if you watch <laughs> yeah. it under the idea of I'm watching a really stupid comedy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, let's get to Winrop's Change. Uh, we do it every morning at 6.30 and 9.30. And we start with Chris, the princess spreadsheeter, who is back in St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada, eh? And says... Huge congrats to Richard for figuring out Rob's word clues yesterday. I was dead certain that the location Rob was describing, and the correct answer was South 40 in Reno, right? Instead, it was actually North Pole, Alaska, and you had to take the numbers that were in the zip code, jumble them up, and that's what uh, Richard did to win uh, over $700 yesterday. Chris says, obviously, I was way wrong about the location, but what I wasn't wrong about was my interpretation of the very first clue in the Battle of the Nerds. It was, in fact, me, not Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, who suggested that Rob's first clue referred to the stupid is zero a number debate, which has long been settled by us mathematicians. Yeah, the first clue was like there are four different or five different numbers in the correct answer or are there, uh, and uh, they had two different uh, guesses as to what that meant. Remember, that is all for the previous round. We have started over, had a, a new guest yesterday morning at 930 on a new amount in the bucket. And Chris says, in any case, on to a new round and a new amount in the bucket. And some mercifully mathy clues. After Darcy's opening guess of this round and Rob's clue at 9.30 yesterday, my spreadsheet shows a palindromic. Huh? I gotcha. Palindromic. What, what, it, what does it mean? That means it's like the same thing, race car, right? Like uh, yes. it's spelled the same way backwards and forwards. You got it. A word uh, or a number. Okay. Uh, he has a palindromic 79,697 which backwards would be 79,697 possibilities, <laughs> which is a 0.0013% chance of winning with the next guess. For comparison, it's 10,000 times more likely, 13%, that an American adult last visited the dentist more than five years ago. Right here. Oh, boy. We are looking for our second <laughs> guess. If you give us the right amount of money somehow, you will win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. It's that time of year. You know, the time of year when this show phones it in and barely tries. Wait, isn't that all year round? And now back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com, after uh, Kyle brought up. Uh, and why did you bring up Malibu's Most Wanted? Why did that come up? Because he was thinking <laughs> that it was like the uh, the terrible Christmas movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And maybe it's actually going to be good because yeah. he was told that one was right. Malibu's. What is it? Country? Malibu's Most Wanted. We can't, wanted, we can't yeah. find anyone yet uh, living or, or, or documented uh, online that likes Best Christmas Ever. Uh, we've had a few listeners write. And I, I, I am going to have to check it out. I'm going to have oh, to see how bad it is. But, yes, yeah, sometime every now and then a movie comes <laughs> along that everybody says is just awful and, and, and a small group of us love it. Uh, and so uh, Nathan wrote in and said, uh, anyone who has seen the movie will know what I am talking about. I work with a 20-year-old pale white version of B-Rad <laughs> to the point where coworkers have caught each other asking, have you ever seen Malibu's Most Wanted? So I, I, had, to, I had to look this gem up. Uh, it is written by and stars Jamie Kennedy, co-stars Tay Diggs, the character of B-Rad, which is a spoof of Eminem's character B-Rabbit from the film Eight Mile actually originally appeared in Jamie Kennedy's Hidden Camera Show, which was awful, Aww. called the uh, Jamie Kennedy Experiment. B-Rad, this is now the plot of 
Now there's no. B Rad G. B Rad is Brad, the senator. Uh, this I'm sorry, the son of Senator Bill Gluckman, who is running for governor of California and fears his son is a distraction on the campaign trail. With Brad's or B Rad's aspirations of becoming a rapper and his glamorization of gang life, and so Senator Gluckman's campaign manager hires two actors to stage an abduction to bring B-Rad to an inner-city neighborhood where he will learn to behave himself. Mm-hmm. And then various hijinks ensue of over-the-top white people problem and racial hijinks. Yeah, basically the dad learns to accept his son for who he is. Oh, spoiler alert. I, I, <laughs> damn it. I, I guess I won't watch it now. <laughs> the best things in life are free. Ugh. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. With we change. Your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough shore of change. With rough change, what I want. With rough change, what I want. With rough change. Dollar eighteen is Rick. Good morning. Good morning, Rad. Good morning. Well, we've only had one guess and one clue, but if you somehow give us the right amount of money, you'll win it. What's your number? $370.46. Let's see. Is there a, a wait, a, wait? Hold on. I got to go back to that one. Uh huh. And then is there, is there, yep. Okay. Right. Yeah. Is that legit? Uh, yeah. Yep. It is. $370.46. Legitimate guess, but incorrect. In the guess, $370.46. That's a three, a seven, a zero, a four, and a six. Right? It's 46 cents, right? Yeah. Right three of those numbers are in the final correct answer. Three, seven, zero, four, six. Three of those numbers are in the final correct answer. We will play Win Rob's Change again at 930. Uh, this morning, uh, we just got this email from Danielle. Hey, Danielle. Which goes back to uh, the previous round of WinRob's Change when the first clue was something like there are four different numbers in the final correct answer, or are there? Uh, and the that was a reference to the fact that there was a zero in the final correct answer, which is a longstanding uh, argument amongst dummies. Uh, oh, and so Danielle wrote in, because obviously she has at least one dummy. Uh, she says, my kids were just arguing about this the other day. Can you please clear up who would be right and answer if zero is a number or not? So she wants to know which kid is dumb. Oh, boy. Very good. Uh, the, the one that claims zero is not a number. That, that It's a ridiculous argument. Uh, 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 Chris, uh, the, the spreadsheeter, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, uh, have both written extensively to me about how stupid this is. There's no the, the the technical answer is that it's an integer. Remember learning about integers? No, oh, barely. Uh, integers include all <laughs> negative numbers, positive numbers, and zero. Real numbers include integers as well as fractions and decimals. Zero is a real number and represents the absence of any negative or positive amounts. Therefore, the child that is actually arguing that zero is a number is the smart one. The other one has no chance in the future, Danielle. Good luck to you. And now, baby, is Dr. Rob, the doctor of love. Dr. Rob. Here's how the Dr. Rob segment works. you got a question, a comment, a problem of your own. Our phone number is 888-989-9811. You can always write to the doctor, R-A-D, at radradio.com. But remember... I'm not really a doctor, and you should suck it. This is from an anonymous woman. Hey, girl. Says, Dr. Rob, I could really use some help. Back in April, I left a very abusive and toxic relationship. It was horrible, and my children were suffering. Fast forward seven months, we are thriving. Yes, there are still bumps in the road, but for the most part, we are happy. With that being said, 
when is it too soon for me to start dating? I've talked to a few people. Sparks never flew. Recently, though, I think I may have met someone, and I really see the potential in this one. We've talked a lot over the past week. Hung out uh, twice already. Now, let me say I'm not falling in love. It's way too soon for anything like that. I'm not even sure I like him that much to say that I like like him yet. But there is definitely potential. Also, since April, I have been really working on myself, listening to my inner voice, watching for red flags, and all around trying to better myself. So I guess my question is, is it too soon to start dating? I've told myself that my children won't mean anyone unless I feel that it's serious and only after at least three to six months of dating as they are my priority. Okay. Oh, good. So before before I read the, the second part of her email, because it kind of goes off on a whole other direction or, or, or tangent, to me, this is a lot like, like grieving. There's no actual number. It's, it's like, what have you done with those seven months? Like if, you, if, you were just, if you were my friend... And, and you came to me, I, I would say, well, let's look at, first of all, how did you wind up in that abusive relationship? How did you miss the signs? Why'd you stay? Things like that. And what have you done? Like, like do you have the answers to all that? That's first, right? Have you, have, you, have you gotten those answers? And what else have you been doing with the seven months? How are your kids with all of this? You said they suffered as well. Uh, okay, you got the plan that the kids aren't going to meet the dudes. And so, it, look, I'm also one of those guys that, if if you if you start if if you fall head over heels for somebody and in the course of 3 months you spend a year together meaning you are just obsessed with each other you I'm not upset that you move in together after 90 days or whatever because th- there are plenty of of instances where people date for 2 years and and uh, all of us are standing around going, why is this still a couple? Why are they so? And there's plenty of instances where people fall madly in love and they move way too fast for some people, and then they're together for 40 years. So I'm not good with these number things. It's like it's like asking me at what age should a child? Well, it depends on their maturity and things like that. Well, yeah, I mean, so oh gosh, so many things going through my head. Um, there is the added layer because she's a mom, and and that's great that she is not going to allow her children to be introduced to anyone that she is dating until a certain time frame. The thing to watch out for, though, is when you're dating someone, um, how attached, and you said you're already watching for that, but how attached you do get and how it might affect you and your mothering when you're home, right, and you're with your kids. Depending on if that is a good relationship or not, it affects our moods, it affects our thought processes, and while your kids may not be exposed to the guy, they're going to be exposed to you and all your feelings and what you're putting off. So you just want to really make sure that you're at a point to be strong enough to cut someone loose when you notice it's toxic. When you notice that there is a red flag, don't make an excuse for the red flags. That's something we love to do. I mean, this is why dating is so amazing because that's what dating is for. It's to see things like this and then buy. It's the test drive. It's the test drive. You know, you dig in deep and really do the work when you've been with someone and you guys have really, I don't want to say proven each other, know each other, know all the things, know all the ways in which that you are. And, and, and then you really dig in. But so when I had an abusive relationship a million years ago in my twenties, early twenties, I, I, I didn't do a damn thing. It's like, yeah, we ended it and I was back in the saddle right away. And, that a girl. Well, the problem uh, with that uh, was, uh, I like that. Uh, yeah. The problem uh. 
with that <laughs> is, yeah, I never was with a I was never with another guy that hit me, but they sure were terrible verbally. A decade and of suppressing emotions. Yeah, so it's like, and I always was proud. Like, yeah, that's right. I don't ever date me now, a man that'll hit me. But in the meantime, he's still a total ass and a jerk. So just really pay attention and watch out for that because. You know, don't feel like, oh, I've made it because he's not hitting me. But if he's still not validating you, not making you feel good as a person, putting you down, whatever, like all the emotional and mental stuff, that's still not good. The, so the the answer is it, 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 continue to pursue this guy and put everything in place that Don was just talking yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, somebody would say to you, run away from this person because it's been only seven months. What if this is the person for you? That's a ridiculous thing to say. Yeah. What are your guys' thoughts if bringing up her past to this guy she's dating like now and all of her thoughts? What if she just puts everything on the table and doesn't hold anything back? Is that a smart idea? I, it's it. Look, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a very aggressive dater, uh, or I was. I hope to never be in that situation again. Um, it's going to have to come up sooner rather than later. Um, in my opinion, I, again, as soon as it's comfortable is when you start sharing stuff. We have so much stuff. We have so much baggage that we wind up unpacking when we're yeah. getting to know someone. So, and But because of the nature of my last relationship was abusive, you don't have to get into details, I wouldn't think, but something like that, the minute she starts to feel like she's like-liking him, that should at least be out there. I, I Listen, I used to follow all these rules when I was younger. I, I think it's a bunch of garbage. I really do. I, I really think all these rules we place on, don't talk about this, don't do this shit, oh, wait till this, wait till, who? Who says so? I mean, I, I, being real <laughs> is the best thing you could do. Am I saying when you, on your first date you lay it all out there? Honestly, I don't know. If it like, comes if, up. If it comes, if, if oh. it, the, the thing for me is when, when, when someone's dating, you just be authentic and you be yourself. I, I don't like when we don't show our true self. Obviously, you're not putting it. You can't put everything about yourself out there in one date. That takes time to build and to get to know people. And some people aren't comfortable with that, right? But if you're someone who is comfortable with sharing yourself and it happens to come up, and the other person is turned off by it, well, then they're not your person. Right. This is the thing. They're just not your person yeah. then. I mean, why do we tiptoe around other people and try and make ourselves someone that we're not? This is going to lead us into the second part as well, because if you're not compatible, the sooner you find out, the better. One of those rules, first date rules, never talk about your ex. Why? Why? If I'm the kind of person that wants to crap talk my ex, then this person that I'm dating should probably know that. Oh, oh, you're that guy. Or yes. Or, ah. or if the rule is never talk about your ex, what if what I want to say is yeah, my ex she was a whore. Maybe my wife, my my date should know that. My God. Yeah, and that's really telling about where that person is in their process of of dealing with the people that hurt them in the past. Mm -hmm. Because at some point you want to become aware of the feelings that you have, but not allowing it to seep in and become toxic between you and the person that you're now trying to get into a relationship with. Because newsflash, we're all flawed. We all have our baggage. We all come into relationships with crap that we yep. are either dealing with, are currently dealing with, or have dealt with. In this case, the letter writer has abuse. And, and fortunately, she has wonderful kids that are on her side. And when it comes to dating somebody, 
when you have kids, and this is just in my experience because my girlfriend, uh, she had a seven-year-old at the time when I started dating her. She's now nine. We're all, we're all been together for almost three years. And when we first started, we took things really, really slow. And she knew about what I was dealing with because she was a listener of this show. So she had a pretty good idea of what I was dealing with before we started hanging out. And we weren't even supposed to be in a relationship. We just hung out one day and then we decided we wanted to continue to hang out. And she didn't even tell me that she had a kid in the beginning until a couple months later. And she did that because she knew that if she wanted to introduce me to her daughter, she wanted to make sure that I was compatible enough with her, my girlfriend, that if I, if you were to introduce me to her daughter, that that we'd be copacetic. At least I would be opening and welcoming to a child because at first, when she did finally admit that she had a kid, which I, I thought, great, that's awesome. I, I didn't have any negative feelings towards it. But when it came to go to bed, like we were staying over at each other's houses or something, <laughs> she would get a, a nighttime phone call with her daughter. I realized that was an un, uh, inappropriate place to put a sexual joke there. <laughs> Because she's having, because uh, it's a nightly thing. Even when yeah. she's at her dad's house, you know, she, she goes there regularly, weekly, at different times and at different days. Some They switch weekends and everything. But every single night, without fail, they have a good night call. And you have to be prepared for the person that you're dating to either go, well, that's lame. That's taking away from my experience. Why are you going off and doing this with your daughter when we're supposed to be spending time together? I'm trying to get lucky. <laughs> but... I found that to be completely endearing, and yes. and I loved it. Yeah. And it's something that I look forward to. Aww. And you know, <laughs> if 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 you could just look past yourself, and if you're like the guy or whoever the partner is in this case with the letter writer who's trying to date, you need to be aware of where your person's at, healing wise, when it comes to the the abuse angle, or where they're at as a mom. And if you can meet that person where they're at, then you could potentially be folded in. And if you're ready to be a step parent, then you have to be, you have to really focus in on what you want in a relationship. Um, But for the letter writer, I hope you find somebody who's open to that and is willing to hear you wherever you're at in your healing stage and is open to the fact that you have kids. Yeah, and if we circle all the way back to what started, this this version of the answer, you know, Kyle's question of when do you lay the the abusive past on the table, the sooner the letter writer finds out whether or not his reaction is going to be, whoa, I don't want anything to do with that, yes. the, the better. Now, Brando, I have a couple questions for you. Uh, so your your girlfriend didn't even tell you for a couple months she had a daughter. I think a month. Okay. It wasn't that long. When did you When did you meet the daughter? Um, I actually invited myself to her uh, eighth, seventh birthday party. It was whenever she was turning seven. I think she was, she was just turning seven. That's totally unimportant. Um, I, I invited myself to her birthday party so I could meet her and her family. And it, I, I just said, hey, why don't I just drop by and just say hi? I'll bring my dog, Walter. And I ended up meeting her dad, uh, my girlfriend's dad, and our daughter's dad. So the the... The, uh, the the ex. the donor yeah. the, the dad the ex and it was a it was a great experience and it, I she was surprised that I was even open to that how like, many but how many months in were you that was about three months four months okay yeah. and 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 uh, it, this is another this is another thing about how the the there there's no right answer to all this stuff you have to like guide your way through it uh, there are people who would view the way Brandon's girlfriend handled 
not telling him she had a kid in the first month or whatever as, oh, okay, great. That's false advertising. I was lied to. I just wasted a month of my life because there's no way I'm going to be with somebody. Her reasoning makes a lot of sense because she knows I, the background. I respected that, it. That's me, though. Yeah, yeah. and Brandon, it, we're better to find out I mean, the well, yeah, when see, he that, did. That's it, right? Like, she... Brandon's girlfriend remained true to herself and how she wants to do things. And if Brandon was going to receive it or not was really up to Brandon, right? She wasn't going to change that for someone else. I think she's the one that receives it in that relationship, but go ahead. Which is what we really have to do, right? It's not about, oh, I shouldn't say that because then maybe they won't like me or maybe they won't. No, you you need to be who you are. Mm -hmm. And either someone's going to click with it or they're not. And Rob, when you brought up, right, well, the abuse and they find out later and they're like, whoa, they don't respond well. Uh, you reminded me of in, in my dating days. My friend set me up with this guy, and and it, you know a few dates, and it was great, and it was great, you know, it was fun, whatever. As it is after three dates, and we're on the phone talking, and he's like, "Man, this is so refreshing because I can't even tell you how many. It's like every single girl I go out with has some sexual abuse history." <laughs> and he was, oh. and I said, "Oh, <laughs> oh yep, no, right here, and we're done." Oh because my god. I'm, I was so grateful, though, that he uh, honestly, Ugh. I am so glad because yeah. we'd only gone on three days. Had I find if had I fi- found out that was his reaction four or five months in, mm. I would have been so mad, you know, that I wasted all that time with such a douche. But I mean, this is why when people are like, oh, it's so great. Well, of course, it's great. It's been three months because most people aren't showing themselves till later. And uh, speaking of douches and people that have these hardcore rules, and, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that Jeff. Uh, is a very uh, bitter uh, and has been and, and has been uh, has had a lot of bad uh, times with with women just based on his. Oh boy! <clears throat> uh, here's the email here. First of all, all caps. Yes, it's too soon. Seven months is too soon after an abusive relationship. You're going to be hung up on issues from your ex, and you'll take it out on your new relationships until you deal with the damage the ex did and get over it. Take time to be comfortable being alone before dating again. Believe me. You'll save yourself and the guys you date a lot of headaches. Triggered. No, not unless they're the right yeah. guys. So, and we all, no one goes into so, so. What is it, Jeff? So, so, so since, since seven months is too soon, what is, is it? Is it three years? When can she date in your dumbass world that makes no sense because it doesn't apply to everyone or anyone? Jeff, I'm, I'm worried about you in this sense. Like. That you have people, a driver's license. Well, people can deal with their stuff <laughs> and really believe that they're ready. And then guess what happens in life? Five years down the line, you're like, oh, whoa, there's that I got to deal with, too. What if you're with someone who you deemed, oh, she has dealt with all her stuff. And then five years in, something comes up for her that she was suppressing or didn't know or triggered or whatever. What are you going to do now? Be upset that she strung you along, didn't have all her stuff? Nobody has all their stuff together ever. Not even when we die, we are constantly growing, learning, and realizing things. Dude, come on. So I was going to spend more time on the second half of this. I'm glad we won't because it's actually one of those subjects that I can get, I can make unfun because I, it really, really bugs me. But fortunately, we've already touched on the answer here about be who you are. Show people who you are. And if you feel okay with it, stop worrying about what they think. Because her, her second part of her email has nothing to do with, with past relationship or anything. Remember, yeah. she's out there dating. She says, also... Since I do see the potential in this person, when is it too soon to hook up with him? Is there a magic number of dates? No. Should I play hard to get? I don't want to, as I'm a very sexual person. But at the same time, I don't want to give it up too easy and have it turn out to be only that. Thanks so much. Figure out what who you are. If you're a very sexual person 
and and you want and you and you want to get laid, then have sex with him. If you're a very sexual person, but you're afraid that once he has sex with you, he's going to leave, then sounds like you aren't really into him that much yet. This is I hate this game. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I I'm not gonna make this unfun. I'm not gonna make this unfun. Well, yeah, no, I I, I mm. think that like. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I, I think that we always have to remember to guard our hearts as well because um, it, it, sex brings a lot in. It, it brings a lot in, and it could gum up the works for some people, and only you know how you're built. You said the right thing there. Sex brings a lot in for some people. It does, yes. and, and, and you know what I mean? And, and, not all. And, and I think for a lot of people, but not all, right? You can't, we can't use superlatives. And it's, it can add feelings that aren't real. They're just sexual. It can make you think you really, really like this person or maybe even love them, but you don't. It's a sexual thing. And so you you just really have to understand that. And it could also, because the situation that you came from, and it was just seven months ago, it can also make you ignore some red flags because now you're really liking the sex. You're liking it how it's making you feel. It's getting all the emotional stuff. And you're letting some things go because of that connection, right? So... I just say be careful when it comes. I don't I don't think you should play games. I'm not going to put a number on it. I just I think people have to be a little more careful when they're giving it up and just thinking it's going to be it's it, it's not going to cause any problems when it could. Yeah, if you if if, if here's here's the conundrum for the letter writer. If you're a very sexual person but you don't want it to turn out to be only that, those things are in those are in polar opposites because if if you're if you're a highly motivated sexual person, you don't care if it doesn't lead anywhere. And you do care, it sounds like, and so you have to figure out when it's going to be the right time for you. Then you know what? Yeah, okay, thank you for reminding me that that was in there. Then if I was your friend, I would suggest that you waited. Knowing you're a very sexual person, that could come later. Because you're already putting a lot of thought and emotion into it, and if you go ahead and have sex with him now, girl, everything that I just said is going to happen. In other words, just go to Costco, get a bunch of batteries, you'll be fine. <laughs> Dr. Rob is not a real doctor. He only plays a doctor on the radio. Most of the time, he's full of crap. You can write to the doctor anytime, R-A-D at radradio.com. We're going to play Tribal Trouble right now. We've got some holiday cash for you, $100 Visa gift card. We'll play you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song, and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the song title, drop what's everywhere and no winner. You need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Tribal Trouble. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Holidays mean disappointment, so give your friends and family a gift membership to Rad TV. Available at members.radradio.com. See, I really like that one because you can take it either way, depending on your mood. Either, since holidays are so disappointing, <laughs> give them a dis give them a membership and that'll cheer them up. Or the way I meant it when I wrote it, because so you know what kind of mood I was in. Just keep disappointing people and give them memberships. That's all you're gonna get. <laughs> Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. Kyle brought up Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> Malibu. Uh, the 2003 uh, Jamie Kennedy film, uh, which is described by Brandon as stupid humor, but funny if you watch it through that vein. You yeah, would, exactly. Would, okay. if, you like, if you like movies like Dude, Where's My Car? If you know it's that type of humor, you will enjoy it. Uh, Michelle wrote in, says, I'm a 49-year-old woman, and I like Malibu's Most Wanted. It's silly and cute, and there are some good actors in it. Yeah. Uh, man, uh, by, oh, sorry, Brandon. So the actors who play 
the actors who the senator hires to take B-Rad into the inner city and give him a taste of what real gang life is like are actually classically trained actors their characters are in the movie, like Juilliard. So they speak oh. all all oh, dignified okay. and have the perfect English. <laughs> and so they're completely opposite of the characters that they are portraying. Oh, so it's a totally oh. topsy-turvy type of situation. It's great. So they're actors playing actors? Yes. Oh. yes. In the best way, too. Okay. That's See, now I'm intrigued by this movie, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, another... Uh, that one sounds better than the worst Christmas one. Another, uh, uh, but I'm still intrigued. See, I, I'm intrigued by both. I have to find out how bad this Christmas, this best Christmas movie ever is. Uh, different Michelle wrote in about uh, the Dr. Rob letter about uh, abusive relationship, got out of it seven months ago. Is it too soon, too soon to start dating? Of course, Jeff wrote in and said, yes, you're just, you, you are not over this. Yes, seven months. He didn't tell us how long it has to be having no idea what she's done during those seven months. Uh, Michelle goes the other way and says, over 15 years ago, I escaped a seven-year relationship that was abusive for the last couple of it. After hiding out for a month, my friends convinced me to go out with them and meet some people, several men they thought I might like, and I hesitantly went. Fifteen years later, I'm still with the man who would become my husband and perfect for me, as you just never know. Uh, Let's get to Treble Trouble. (laughs) Treble Trouble Trouble Trouble. Finding someone you want to heal and grow with trouble, is the key. Waka waka. Which, by the way, back to to bring it all full circle. Dawn was talking about it after the uh, the moron Jeff wrote in. Oh. How we're constantly <laughs> evolving, changing, finding things out. And, and and as Brandon was saying, we all have baggage and, and such. And, you, <laughs> and 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 Dawn pointed out, you think you have everything figured out, and then boom, uh. life hits you. You can. What did you say? What did you just say there, Brandon? The key is to find somebody who wants to heal and grow with you. And what and what happens a lot is. You, you, you think you think you've got it all figured out and you get into a relationship and you're riding along and then all of a sudden you realize, damn it, I'm screwed up, she's mm. screwed up. And that's when you find out, hey, we're already together and we can heal and grow together. If you're a therapy person, if you've been to therapy, I don't know if they still do this or not, but they would bring up a stupid onion and I hated that. Oh, we're going to peel back all the layers. You know how many layers are on an onion? Oh. And you're sitting there going, oh, please, I only need this one layer and I'm good. And then you leave and go about your life. You're like, God dang that, we are an onion. There are so many damn pills to go through. Ah! We have a, a $100 Visa gift card for Treble Trouble, Treble Trouble. Caller 18. Hello, Matt. Good morning, Red. Morning. If you know the song title, you will win. If not, we'll go to Heath. What's up? What's up? And Laura, your color 20. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. We are looking for a rock song from 2005. I mean, just from that clip, a lot of us right away know the band, but do you know the name of the song? Matt, what's the song title? Not a clue. Oh, Me neither. What about you, Heath? Walking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> Laura? I don't know. I mean, the guy who blurted out rocking around the Christmas tree, at least he was thinking, well, maybe it's a, a Christmas song. The, the band is Smash Mouth. Yeah. And it's called <laughs> Snoopy's Christmas. Father and parents, fierce lady f- with ice on his wings, Snoopy knew he was caught. 
I don't think it has staying power, you know, it, with, with like a you know, white Christmas. It's very and, festive. Yeah, yeah, it is. Right. It's very, very smash mouthy, too. Uh, two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. If you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up at the bottom of the hour is the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? Martin Riggs, the pit bull, and Crosby Braverman, the pug, help prep a turkey in the Rad Turkey Brine before Thanksgiving. Aww. Kita, the 14 year old Siberian husky, plays with Noodle, the six month old Australian Shepherd. Oh my gosh. And Snow Dog plays with his new friend Baxter. Aww. If you've got any videos, just uh, record them horizontally and email them rad at radradio.com. Speaking of Rad TV, today is the Mixed Picks podcast. Uh, in uh, three hours from right now, we will be doing it live with Steve Mickelson and Dawn's husband, Gary, will Hell join us. Yeah, woo woo. First time we've had a guest on the Mixed Picks podcast. Uh, we will discuss the Kings beating the Warriors last night in the NBA in season tournament, which is worthless. Light the beam. Light the beam. Tiger Woods is back tomorrow for the first time since withdrawing from the Masters. A huge weekend in college football. Of course, the Niners Eagles is the big NFL game. We'll go over all the big games. Oh, I'm so conflicted with that one. Uh, in the NFL. I love uh, that Kelsey guy. This weekend. Uh, oh. And uh, talk about all of it. You can watch live at members.radradio.com uh, or even just listen. And then it lives there forever. It'll be a podcast for everyone tomorrow across all of the podcasting forums we are getting towards the end of the year that means it's time to come out with all of the end of the year lists awards and proclamations and such uh this is the 20th year in a row that the miriam webster folks have announced their word of the year oh now they have they do have there's a science to it it's not like times person of the year they where they it's very subjective they have they do have a science um and they they do it based entirely on words we are searching for i know i know so we yep. don't we don't get so oh, you oh, don't have oh. to agree with it but we don't get to go mm-hmm. well that doesn't make any sense because like for example last year's word for 2022 was gaslighting uh, because yeah. people were trying to they're middle of covid or towards the end of covid people were like what are you, gaslighting? What does that mean? So they were looking it up endlessly. What does gaslighting mean? And so that was their word of the year. Gaslighting wasn't the word last year. <laughs> you only get you only get that if you know the definition. <laughs> I know what it is. Number one has to be AI. What? Is it already in the dictionary? No, no, no. This isn't an addition. Oh, I got you. Like the top word. This got is it. the opposite of that. Yeah, this is a word that is already in the dictionary, oh, oh, oh. and people are constantly looking go, it up go. to be uh, uh, defined. Right. Uh, I'm thinking it's beam. No, that's just stupid. Okay, no, 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 but along those lines, like alien or UFO or something like that. UAP. Yeah, see, UAP, because we, we've changed oh, right, right. UFO to... Unidentified. Unidentified aerial, aerial phenomenon. Right, but no, that's not it either. But by the way, you're never going to get it. It's a very interesting commentary huh. on where we are this year. Hmm. Whether it's, it's primarily America, but it is, I mean, it's a website because they use world, you know, they, they use searches. Uh, it, but most people like it, uh, you go over to Europe. They're usually using the they default to the Oxford Dictionary, things like that. There are here are here were the runner-ups. Okay, okay. maybe maybe All this right. will help you. Okay, right. see these these were the words that we were looking up the most to find out what they mean this year. This one was a late in the year entry. Kibbutz, after the massive uh, uh, Hamas militant attack uh, on October seventh in in Israel. A lot of the reporting were about kibbutzes, oh, and people ran to their computers oh, to find out that it's a communal farm or settlement in Israel. Okay, is the word of the year World War Three? Why would you need that defined? Oh, you started going into war. I don't know if it's. It, oh. Remember, it's 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 
Uh, this is the, you're yeah. going to the yeah, yeah, the yeah. Merriam-Webster dictionary to, know what it is. to find out what it means. So kibbutz that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, like, yeah, it does. I wasn't exactly sure what that was my, myself. Oh. All right, here's another one. Uh, we've talked about this slang term. This made it into the runner-up category. Riz. Oh, charisma. Oh, yeah. that's right. People heard it so much that they looked it up. Uh, it is slang for romantic appeal or charm, and it is short for charisma. It was only added to the dictionary in September, and oh. it still got looked up so many times that it, it was a, a runner-up. Uh, remember the June 18th implosion of the Titan submersible? Oh, yeah. Mm. So a lot of people looked up implode. So that was that was a, a runner-up. Really? That's sad. Yeah. Uh, when a transgender person uh, is given a name at birth and no longer uses it after they transition, and you do, then you're dead naming them. Oh, dead them. name, yeah. So yes. that got looked Don't up a use lot. The dead name. Uh, coronation. Oh, because the queen and all that. Not the or queen. Is that the king. Yep. Uh, a fifteen thousand percent increase over the year before because <laughs> King Charles the Third had his coronation on the May sixth. We thought it was just a flower. Now, no, or a beer. Coronation, coronation, Corona. Corona. Okay. Wow. Jesus. That was bad. The, the, uh, the, closest, the closest to Dawn's guess of AI was uh, uh, one of the runner-ups. A lot of people looked up deep fake. Mm. Uh, oh. The image or recording that has been convincingly altered and manipulated to misrepresent someone as doing or saying something that was not actually done or said. Something you're going to see a lot of in 2024 uh, as we head towards... Uh, the the presidential election. Oh, I can't think of what it could be. All right, editor at large Peter Sokolowski says there was no particularly huge boost at any given time for the word of the year. In other words, throughout 2023, we were consistently looking this word up to find out exactly what it means. So it wasn't like a spike like kibbutz. You no know, one was looking up kibbutz on October 6th, and then everybody's looking it up. Yeah. Uh, he does point out it was, of course. The year of artificial intelligence, the year of deep fakes. Mm. This is his theory. This is his theory. The overwhelming word of the year that we had to look up to actually, I got it. Gosh, do I, am I get? is authentic. Uh. We are living in such a fake reality that we had to look up what authentic means. The, the, wow. I, I don't even know what to say. That oh my gosh, that's from, so sad. From things like, uh, is the is, it, can you trust whether a student wrote a paper? Um, Elon Musk famously said in uh, February at the World Government Summit in Dubai that leaders needed to quote speak authentically, and the editor in chief says that uh, we simply don't believe our own eyes or our own ears anymore, and we are recognizing that authenticity is a performance. Oh, that, you can go really deep wow. on the psychology of oh. uh, of what that might say. Oh my gosh! Uh, by the way, just the, the science of this. What they do is they they filter out evergreen words. Like there are there are words that are always high in lookups among the half million words they have. Like every year, we're 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 going to the dictionary to to find out the definition of love. What does love really mean? Where they take to, and then and things like effect versus effect they take those out because we're constantly looking those things up and they they filter out uh, other things to really try to get to what is the word and the word turned out to be authentic and this year they added in they they did not accept any five letter words because wordle players were using the oh. website in search of five letter words to play the the daily game you know what going back to the word authentic it's so sad but like 
maybe on a deeper level or not, this probably explains why when you'll you'll travel somewhere. I'll just give an example of you you just you get outside of wherever it is you live, and maybe you go closer to the middle of the country if I want to use that example. And you just find an area where you're like, oh my God. Like you can just feel how authentic it is and that it feels so completely different. And maybe it's more and more of that. And so it's unfamiliar to people. Like, what is this that I'm feeling? What What is this that I'm getting from these people that are just normal and living a day? Like, what is this, right? And then you- It's, it's a very it's, personal reaction story there as an example. It, no, it is, it is because I've always, for me personally, you know, and, and that's it why I said it, it was personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm saying <laughs> not to you. I'm not commenting to what you said. I'm saying like, for me personally, overall, when I will travel certain places, I personally feel certain things in different areas. And maybe because I, I don't know if that area just speaks to me or those people speak to me and, and maybe it wouldn't to someone else. They wouldn't feel a gosh damn thing. But or I'm, they'd feel something negative. Or they'd feel something negative. What a bumpkin. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I, I, so taking from that, I'm just wondering, is that how far we've gotten from it for someone else's example of that, right? That's mine, but maybe it's someone else's where they're like, what, now we have to look that up to even know what it is because you just, it, it's so not in everyday life anymore is really sad. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think you really, 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 you did that dog thing, you overhumanized all of us there. <laughs> but it's, it's a sweet example because, but I, I do think whether it's AI, Politicians, celebrities, yes, we literally don't know what is social media. Well, and, we don't know what authentic is anymore. And I don't even know because of where we've come in society if people even want authentic mm -hmm. because they want this like view of whatever it is they think has got to be. And, and I hate that. I just want to know. We had to live a lie as kids, right? We had to lie about what was going on in the house. So I, that's, I can't stand that kind of stuff, right? Like you just show what's real, whether you like it or not, because I, I personally can't live like that. So when when people want this, I've got earlier this week when we were talking about candidates, or was it this week or last week, where they had Joe Biden quote something from a Beyonce show, and I'm just sitting there going, how do we not see through that? This old man knows nothing about this. But people do see through it, and they think it's cute. And oh my God, look, he knows about a Beyonce show. No, he doesn't. That isn't authentic. Ah! That was uh, during the uh, most embarrassing thing a president does every year, the <laughs> turkey pardoning, where he was uh, talking about how the turkeys had to travel so far, and it was harder, uh, more arduous than getting tickets to the the Renaissance tour, and then he tried to riff about uh, Taylor Swift, but called her referred to Britney, and, and it all went very, very badly. <laughs> because he wasn't being authentic. Uh, speaking of, oh yes, and, and, and that is why, by the way, I, I believe me, I'm desperately trying to get back to fun here. Okay, <laughs> just stay with me, kids. Um, but to that point, and hopefully as a as a as a way to change the subject, that is why so many Trumpsters love Trump. They believe he's authentic. Now, those of us with brains know that he's the exact opposite of that, but you cannot tell a Trumpster that. And this is part of the topsy-turvy world that we all Right, he was refreshing, yeah. Um, now, speaking, I alluded to a Times Person of the Year. It used to be correctly called the Man of the Year. Oh. Uh, they changed it <laughs> around the turn of the century. Uh, they haven't announced their, their nominees or their finalists or whatever. Uh, and remember, it, 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 they pick. We, they once they they like let people vote or whatever, but they they ultimately pick. And it's really gotten dumb over the last many years. Uh, it used to be very simple. It, 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 I mean, they, they still say the definition of your person of the year is 
the person who they believe had a stronger influence on history and who represented the year the most. That's who, and that's how Hitler was named person of the year in 1939, back when we were authentic, ironically. There was no one more influential on history in 1939 than Adolf Hitler. That was a correct choice. Now time's gotten all up in their feels and they worry about, you know, the media is a business now. They worry about advertisers. 2020 was a perfect example. There was only one candidate for 2020's person of the year, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh, yeah. Instead, they did the easy, lazy thing. Biden and Kamala Harris uh, shared it. They always fall back on the president when, when, when they want to just do something safe. 2001, it should have been Osama bin Laden. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. I think they did Giuliani. Giuliani or Bush? I think it was Giuliani. I don't remember. So they don't do it anymore. Um, last year, Time's person of the year was the, you know how sometimes they do weird things? Remember the year? There was one year, like 2008 or whatever. They put a mirror on the uh, cover of the magazine. It was us. Right. It's we, you. We were so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> last year, so they do ethereal things. 2022's person of the year was the spirit of Ukraine. Oh, I mean, that's sweet. Sure. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, as in, Vol- and then Volodymyr Zelensky, the uh, the president, was like the face of it. And, and all. Okay. Uh, 2021, that's uh, that's probably the closest they've gotten recently. Elon Musk yeah. was, was the person of the year. So I, I was, when we were, I was going over the, the dictionary's word of the year, I started to think, hey, are there any candidates for person of the year? And I can't, I mean, the first thing that jumped out to me was Taylor Swift. Which, yes, oh my God, <laughs> oh, I just yeah. thought of that too. That's so I mean, funny. Uh, I mean, it, it wouldn't be a bad choice or tour selling out people going insane oh. for, um, it's, a, it's, I, if you're going to want to go current events recently, you could go with some, like the prime minister of, uh, Israel, Benjamin oh, Netanyahu. Oh, I, yeah. I, I don't think that they'll it, go there, it, that it's the yeah. strongest influence on It's too soon to say it's going to be the strongest. He doesn't represent the year the most. He represents the last two months a lot, but I don't even know. Yeah. How many Americans are, are aware of, of everything's going on? I, it's really hard for me to figure out who might be a person of the year. What about the Chinese uh, ruler, President Xi? Maybe. I mean, you know, he's a he's a he's a very influential guy, and, and they're moving chess pieces all over. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with that if if they chose somebody like that, it's unsexy I, and boring. I, this year's been kind of I don't. It's actually been kind of nice, hasn't it? In a way, yeah. in a way. I mean, there's awful things that have happened. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah. Um, yeah, very awful things. But it hasn't been, like, COVID affected everyone for so long, right? Like, I, I, I can't even think of someone who was around, like, the whole year. I mean, the closest we got to was Taylor Swift. But, like, someone who was, like, in our face other than... Again, Elon Musk is always in the news. So is the Jeff Bezos fella. Trump's always in the news. Uh, yeah, but, but, and but what, right, are, what but are any of them doing, though? Exactly. That's what yeah. I'm trying to think of. It's like everyone that I can think of that was in the news a lot, It's they might have been in the news a lot, but not much of an impact. And, and, and to, to the COVID example, while there's been a lot of bad or impactful stuff this year on a, on a worldwide or nationwide scale, they aren't all related to one thing like COVID was. They're related yeah. to, to, to different things. Uh, oh, 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 maybe. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to do strongest influence on history and who represented the year the most, when was the Dobbs decision? Was that this year or last year? What is the Dobbs decision? God, the time is just so screwed up for me. Was that this year? No, it was, 
was it was last year, right? It was 2022. So that, yep, I was going to say the Supreme Court, uh, no, but it, it, it wouldn't. It, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah, work for this because, year. Because, um, yep, yeah, yeah, and the reason I know is just because I watched the morning show on Apple TV, and they um, had a had a few episodes about that, and obviously. You know, that would have had to already happened the, uh, for them because they filmed a while ago. The the uh, that that makes that makes Volodymyr Zelensky's selection even more stupid for 2022 that they just completely glossed over because the, the Supreme Court decision you don't have to uh, whether you agree with it or disagree with it that was a monumental shift in American politics sociology that they should have been. Yeah. Uh, but again, this year, um, somebody uh, wrote in and suggested that if Time Magazine wants to be Maybe I don't. Well, no, I don't know if if they this would be viewed as woke. Uh, you could go with uh, Dylan Mulvaney, uh, the uh, the transgender influencer that uh, that by partnering with Bud Light, uh, you would have to actually pick like the Bud Light marketing department. They would be the persons of the yeah. year if yeah. you were going to go with destroying one of the biggest companies yeah. in America. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney was there just for like a moment yeah. until they pulled that that marketing campaign, and it seemed like it was the protesters of Bud Light who really reigned supreme throughout that whole thing. It is. It, this yeah. is a hard. If you, if you guys have any ideas, just email us. I said, maybe we'll get our brains going. It's a hard. I here's my prediction. Time's going to come up with something really stupid this year. I mean, like, really, really, we can't even come up with anything. I mean, Taylor Swift is my is my personal leading choice. I know they won't do it. Who's, but. who's that kid who sung that song, Rich Men Over Rich Men, oh, Anthony Blinken or whatever his yeah, name is? Hmm. But but that, great example of what yeah, Don said. Came and went. Came and went. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like Will Smith. Came yeah. and went. Everything uh, came and went. He's a great guy, but yeah, came and went. Okay. Terrible singer. What about, stop <laughs> it. I love <laughs> oh. it. It grows on Oh, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. Like a giant <laughs> festering boil with a bunch of toxic pus oh, inside of it. Oh, he has so much passion wow. in his work. You don't know. You don't know the truth. Oh, I, and yes, I can't yes. wait for that skeleton to come out of the Closet. Stop it right now. No. He is authentic. You don't um, know that. But I'm just saying that he is, okay? <laughs> just leave it there. <laughs> I want to believe that. Um, oh, here we go. What, I got the winner. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I, I was. This would be something stupid, like a symbol for canceling, because we wanted to cancel so many nah, things. That's so three years but, okay. ago. Uh, <laughs> I think Robin nailed it. The Time Magazine Person of the Year will be artificial intelligence. And there's nothing less authentic than Ugh. calling AI a person of the year. So oh it ties into the word of the year, and yes. we come full circle. Yes. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If you have an office party this year and need a gag gift for someone you hate, we have you covered. Head to the stupid store at radradio.com. Got a few emails, rad at radradio.com. We were talking about uh, the uh, Merriam-Webster word of the year, uh, which is authentic, and it's based entirely on that's the word we were looking up the most in 2023. We got into a little bit of a deep conversation about with AI, deep fake, social media, the way people are, personalities, Instagram, uh, politicians. <sighs> Do we even know what authentic is, or as Don said, do we even want to be authentic? Um, and and uh, we we wrapped it up with the the like pe the the hardcore the thirty three percent of uh, of the of America that is still just has a has a, a fist clenched around Donald Trump. They that's why they love him. He, he they believe he is as authentic as it gets. Now, of course, the minute that you mention a politician, people put on their jerseys. <sighs> 
Okay, and I and I and I, I I made that point, and then I said when he clearly is not in any way authentic. Well, there we go. Adam wrote in, said I'm still laughing over here when you said that Trump is not authentic. Ha! I'm not a huge Trump supporter, but he's more real than anybody I've seen in the political world by far. Amazing. I don't believe you that you're not a Trump supporter, uh, but there's nothing more authentic than a 76-year-old man who begins his day with a fresh coat of bronzer. I mean, the guy is yeah. is is. He's, he's not he's there it is. he's pathological and in the argument that if he believes that he's authentic is is absurd and, and and I remember the last major politician this was said about it was a guy named Bill Clinton who for years was the most authentic president that the country had ever seen oh I feel your pain oh my God isn't that amazing? and then it all unraveled towards the end it's so it, it, it's just it's it's a it's amazing to me the way we actually will will take something that is so clearly inauthentic and demand that it is authentic. So I, maybe it is a great word of the year. No, it, you know what? Because you 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 just said something that might have, I don't know, might have blown some people's minds. Like I think to a lot of people, authentic is more um, personality and who you are and the things you say and just being your real true self and not trying to be a facade, right? They don't really put it in the category of a fake bronzer, right? But I, I I take it that way. Authentic is authentic, right? You are just showing yourself as you are 24-7, no. But, like, if he were to laugh about, yeah, I do this bronzer, right? right. If he were to admit and laugh and go, yeah, bronzer a little too orange today. Or, like, that's authentic. It's not that you don't do these things with your appearance, but you're real and authentic about Bingo. it, right? When someone asks you, oh, my God, girl, you look so young. Oh, I know. I mean, I just get a lot of sleep, and I use this moisturizer when it's Botox and mm-hmm. Restylane or whatever, right. right? So it's like, just be real. Right. It's not a, it's not an anti-fake <laughs> boob position. No. It's a admit, yeah, I had yeah. them done. That's why they look so good. Right. It is yes. pretty ironic and crazy that we live in the world with the internet and AI where we can find the answer for anything, but we still second guess <laughs> because we don't know the truth and we don't believe anything's authentic. And to that point, we were talking about uh, what was it, the the guy that sang the the song that came. Oh away? yeah, Oliver Anthony. And what was the name of the song? Uh, rich men over rich men. Right. And so Dawn started. And 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 I pointed out, we don't know if all of that is truly real, truly. I mean, we, we have don't. no way of knowing. But I want to believe it. Right. Well, wanting is one thing. Demanding it. <laughs> Right? That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chad wrote in and said, Oliver Anthony is exceedingly authentic. By the way, you're either authentic or you aren't. You're not exceedingly authentic. That's like being exceedingly pregnant. Uh, is exceedingly authentic. His voice may be an obstacle for some, but he's taken his grandfather's name. I don't know what that means. It's a tribute to old-timey country music. He was lost and using drugs and alcohol to curb his discontent. Yes, that's what he shared. I don't know if he's authentic. By the way, have you looked into that? Did he really? Well, it, it, he was he really? I, I want, <laughs> I really want to believe this person's the real deal because we have so little of that. And one of the things I really loved that he did was there was this um, show that they were going to put on that he admits he's like I'm, I don't know what I'm doing here and I'm trying to figure it out. But he's also trying to surround himself with the people he knows he can trust that have been with him, right? That don't always know the ways of the business. And this club was charging an enormous amount of money that he was just not having it. Like, that that's not having it. I'm going to make sure all your money is refunded, and I'm making sure from here on out this is a set price. I didn't realize they would do that, da 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 which was just like, and he pulled over on the side of the road because he was just so like, oh, my God, I just found this out, and I need to tell you all. And I'm just like, oh, my God, who is this guy? This is amazing. I love this. 
you love what you know of him. Yes, and I the, absolutely and, love of what and, he is showing me. And and for all we know, he has child porn everywhere in his laptop. Oh, Jesus God. Or, or here's the other way to look at it, because uh. there is no happy ending to this. He is genuinely as authentic as he appears. And what's happened to him came and went. And why? He was he was honest about it. He couldn't handle it. He didn't want all the jets, all the all yep. the he couldn't handle what so it's all he's already been forgotten. Well, well because it, this country can't handle authenticity. There it is. Yep. That's it. Um next email is from uh Catherine. <laughs> Uh, who says, I felt compelled to write you a message as I grew up listening to y'all on the radio every morning with my mom on the way to school. And now, here I am, still listening, and now it's my children in the backseat. Oh. And I'm driving them to the exact same school. Uh. It's a full circle moment, wow. and it feels so authentic to have this experience <laughs> with them, like life wrote this out for oh, us. Uh, Brian wrote in, uh, Brian says, uh. with regards to the Merriam-Webster word of the year, Authentic. I highly recommend their Instagram page. Not only is it informative, it's very funny. It's actually the only Instagram page I recommend to other people, but I am a Brian, so take it for what it's worth. So that that led us to uh, uh, try to figure out, because we haven't seen the nominations yet, of who Time might name as the person of the year, and an emailer named Robin, uh, I think, came up with the answer. It's going to be artificial intelligence, which I find hysterically ironic. Ironic's the word of the week for a variety of reasons. Yeah. And authentic is the word of the year, so we're going to take the most inauthentic thing, artificial <laughs> intelligence, and call it a person. <laughs> Vin, hello. Hello. Yeah, I was just saying, uh, time life with their person of the year after the who they set up for the most influential person of the 20th century the backlash they got, they started getting very wishy-washy on it because it was Adolf Hitler because he influenced the world. They said it wasn't for good or bad, but just who influenced the world. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait yes, Rob did go over that and hold stuff on, earlier. Hold on. You gotta, yeah, kill some time or was there not something there that was accurate? Well, I don't know. <laughs> he sounded like a parrot just saying the same thing that Rob said. That's oh, kind of what I was Yeah, hearing. and that's I felt like maybe he just... You know, maybe he just tuned in toward I'm, the end of that. I'm surprised you guys understood half the things he said. Oh, God. It sounded like he was going in and out of the laundry room or something. Yeah. Oh, or <laughs> the meth lab. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. The thing I wanted to, to correct, because it didn't make any goddamn sense, and this is so great, again, in an, in an inauthentic world where we just repeat things as though they were accurate, I guess. Uh, Time Magazine did not ma name Hitler the person of the century. They did five categories for the 20th century. Hitler wasn't one of them. Hitler was man of the year back when it was called that in 1939. They, have not, they did not change who they were picking in 1940. See, he, he's, he's creating this, oh, Time stopped picking the actual person of the year as a result of something that happened in the year 2000. no. Yes, Hitler was named Man of the Year. It had nothing to do with the, the person of the century. He's, he's created a whole story to, to fit a narrative that doesn't exist, and this is what drives me insane. But he did get that part in that you have mentioned as well. Like, it was always meant to be not based on good or bad. Right. It could be either or. Right. It's just you're an in, you could have been an influence in a terrible way. I understand or all that. a great way. Yeah, you know, but he's using the story. Part, yeah. He, but yeah, but, but to, to make the point that I'm making and use something that never happened as the way to justify it drives me goddamn insane. Right, just trying to make you feel better that he got something right in there. No, no, I, I don't feel any better. That was a waste of three <laughs> minutes of my life. Let's just do some entertainment news. curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. What's less authentic than Hollywood? Perfect. 
Uh, by the way, Greg wrote in on the heels of that phone call and said, Rob, is it a psychological thing that I want to turn off the radio when certain people call? Hey, I do too, man. Oh. I wanted to walk out of the studio, but I can't. Um, oh, Saturday Night Live has announced they're back live this weekend. It's uh, uh, not, been a, not been a great season so far. Uh, the, this weekend's host will be Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Is, it, is there a show? What was she or doing? Well, so remember, we all we all got to know her from Superbad, and then she's meandered all over the place. And she has a movie called Poor Things uh, that comes out this weekend. It's a call. It's being described as one of the weirdest movies of the year. Cool. Uh, and this is this is it's an Oscar play. It's one of these films. It follows Bella Baxter, a Victorian woman. Who was resurrected by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist Dr. Godwin Baxter, played by Willem Dafoe. Bella runs off with Duncan Wedderburn, played by Mark Ruffalo, a slick and debauched lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across the continents. The movie blends elements of fantasy, comedy, and drama. And uh, is expected to garner a number of uh, Oscar nominations for acting costumes. It looks very psychedelic and trippy in the way that it was filmed. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I think the guy who did it also did the black and white movie called The Lighthouse that had Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. And it was just, it was another one of those just trippy out there movies, very artsy, very much the Oscars realm and and what you would be interested in seeing. And this is the time of the year when those films get released because it's the big Oscar push, fresh in your mind, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I'm I'm actually, I I was very surprised by this because Emma Stone does not come to my mind for this, but she will now join the Five Timer Club. This is her fifth time hosting. Saturday Night oh, Live, damn. which cool. they always make a big deal out of. You know, they bring out the right. real estate jacket or whatever. Uh, of course, the person who holds the record for most times hosting oh, is C. Martin. Tom Hanks. C. Martin. I heard no. you the first time. Oh. Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Okay, come on, come on. Hints, because it's right there. It, it's like right there for me, but I can't. Will Ferrell. Uh, uh, no, but it's someone else like that, like a Tom, like a. a Okay, a uh, Steve oh, Martin, right? Great, great actor, questionable human. Yeah, uh, he was in Thirty Rock. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Oh, there it that is. Guy. Oh. Okay. Alec Baldwin holds the record for most times hosting, having done so seventeen times. Oh my God! And when he did, that took the record from actor Steve Martin. Woo woo! Okay, I got something right. No, you didn't. No, no, you didn't get it right. <laughs> well, before Alec, he was. <laughs> Steve Martin's hosted 16 times, and you know he's calling SNL every week. Hey, hey, you know a uh, uh, murder in the building, whatever that thing is. Okay. You know, there's there's a reason. Yes. Uh, have me back. <laughs> Third most times hosting is Chevy Chase. Oh. Uh, the uh, uh, he's done it eight times. The five timers club includes Danny DeVito, John Goodman. Uh, who now is the third person to host more than 12 times. Wow. Uh, Christopher Walken, Drew Barrymore, Justin Timberlake, Ben Affleck, Scarlett Johansson, Melissa McCarthy, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd, John Mulaney, and Woody Harrelson have all hosted Saturday Night Live five times. Cool. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> guess I thought that was more interesting when I prepped that. Uh, here's your trailer update. Uh, we did tell you earlier this week that according to Life and Style magazine, Travis Kelsey is getting ready to propose over christmas Ooh, I wonder how he'll do it i mean what how do you propose to taylor swift to a global pop sensation taylor swift uh reports are they've falling head over heels blah 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 okay you know he should ask her to marry him 
either at someone else's concert or the big screen at someone else's sporting event. Like the most lame way that we like propose. There's uh, there is, I, 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 I mean, if you want to, if you want to really trailer this up, the I don't have it in front of me. Hold on. I want to do this right. So I got to see where where something is here real quick, because remember when the story came out, uh, it was like the he's trying to keep it a secret. Okay, well, it's Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. It's already being he, this guy's screwed because he either he either wants to do it and he can't keep it a secret. Yeah. But now if he doesn't do it, is she going to be standing there with her hands on her hips like, um, excuse me? Oh yeah, it's about to be December twenty sixth. Well, they do play the Raiders. The Kansas City Chiefs play the Raiders yes. on Christmas Day. There it is. So it, I'm where, guessing where though? Where? Uh, I don't know. It says December fifth at ten o'clock. I, I just looked up Kansas City Chiefs games. December fifth. Twenty fifth. Sorry, December twenty fifth, ten a.m. Mm. It's Raiders on top, oh. Chiefs on bottom. If that, yeah, that helps. Yeah, if it's ten, if it's ten a.m., then then they'll be playing in Kansas City because that's exactly uh, what I was thinking. Was um, that that the way to do it is to get down on one knee right before the game, during the game, on the fifty yard line, mm. looking up at yeah. her, mm. looking looking up at her skybox on the sideline, and and pipe him into the PA. Oh, looking up to the skybox, right? And, and pipe- then she's got to run down. No, no, she opens it up. She opens oh. up first. Okay, and you pipe him into the PA. Taylor, 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 Will, 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 you, 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 Mary, Mary, me, me. And then she jumps up and down. She jumps up and down, and they've got it all planned out. And then, yes, she races. No, no. She repels. Yes, she's got to repel. She repels (laughs) down into his arms. While singing her answer. Yes. Of yes. I, I. I like that. Sorry, that was so much better than what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. That's where I was going and, with it anyways. all the sports fans that are so annoyed by all of this, yeah. that they might all leave. They just all might start leaving. What were you going to say, Brando? Might well, actually I, be more realistic. I just think that the assumption that somebody's going to get married or get proposed to on Christmas is so cliche. and It is the most popular day. Yeah, but I, I just think that, of course, she's going to be expecting it. If things are going so well and they're so head over heels with each other, they don't need a article on us 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 weekly to to speculate that that's going to happen so i don't know if i were taylor swift i'd hope it was some another day so it wasn't so cliche a it was life and style b i can't believe that magazine's still around b well it's not as a website no uh, magazines are around anymore sorry teen I beat i love that magazine <laughs> life and style. how about this how about this they're already married Ooh. what they're just waiting to tell us see but it, but here's what also makes them authentic <laughs> oh no yes. oh no they're not right but this is what would make them oh. authentic is yeah she's getting a whiff of this and he's got to do what most you dudes do every time we think you're going to propose you don't mm-hmm. right, right. Like that. <laughs> yes. the day sh- and it's just some random day at his house right nothing like so, extravagant so on christmas day at the chiefs game they should, you know, they've got the the running messages around the, the the stadium. Usually, it should just constantly run. No, I'm not going to ask Taylor to marry me. Just not run today, right. Taylor. And then and then he can't do it the next day. He's got to wait. He's got to wait. Yes, it's got to be some random day, which he doesn't expect. <laughs> uh, Rodney emailed in and says, "Rumor has it Taylor Swift will be at the Green Bay game. They play, of course, dude. Of course, she's going to be at the Green Bay game. It's the Sunday night game, prime time. Uh, oh, okay. of course. <laughs> uh, Rodney says, I have tickets." And I will be at Lambeau. Oh, and get a picture! Businesses are already churning the rumor bill of they plan on stopping by here to eat. Yes, that's what every city oh, does. They have to get cheese curds. 
they they don't have to do anything. <laughs> Come on, Taylor. Uh, but that's that's that is what uh, a lot of uh, businesses have figured out. Anytime the Chiefs are in their city, a lot of businesses claim we hear trailers. They they didn't hear anything, but then people show up and they have a beer or whatever. They should do a custom made cheese head just for Taylor. Jesus. <laughs> She's a Chiefs fan. I know that's what makes it silly. That's what makes it stupid and 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 betray. It's an act of betrayal. It has to be like an axe inside the cheese. Yeah, there you go. Chopping it. Okay. By the way, inside of that is the ring. Taylor Swift wrapped up her South American leg of her tour, and then hopped on her private jet and took off from and came home and then took off from Tampa, Florida, on Monday of this week and landed just outside of. Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, what, what's she doing there? Uh-huh. Huh. Uh huh. So she so she showed up on Tuesday to Kansas City. Well, the the Chiefs are home practicing until they leave for Green Bay over the weekend. So I guess they're just spending oh. the whole week together. Will she travel on the bus with them? Uh. <laughs> Do they allow that? No. <laughs> Is it they, just well, the hold on. They don't allow it. That doesn't mean she won't travel. <laughs> I think at that point, a bunch of teammates are going oh. up to, to to Travis, going, "No, yeah, you, we've we've gone too far here. They'll get they'll get their own bus." Oh my god! Sounds like a bad naughty video about to start. Uh, now, now to to the to the authenticity hour, right? Authentic was the word of the year because what we crave it so much, we don't know what it is. We don't crave it. Who, who oh. knows? How about this? Now, this is a survey of a thousand registered voters that was conducted uh, in the middle of this month. And they were asked to give famous people a favorability rating. And basically, what they what they do is they do do you have do you have a favorable opinion of them or an unfavorable opinion of them? We call it a Q score in in the industry. And you couldn't pick names; they gave you names. And they were primarily politicians, Ugh. but then they throw in others. The person on the list. So this doesn't mean this is the most popular person in America, but on the list, the person with the highest Positive popularity feeling was Taylor Swift. Yeah. Uh, now, your other choices were uh, Beyonce, who was second. Oh. Uh, then, uh, then we get into some of the political names. Uh, and, oh, by the way, I should tell you, those are the only two that had a overall positive rating. Taylor Swift and Beyonce. Uh, how could you have? Well, I shouldn't ask that. How could you have a negative one? I guess if you hate their music. Yeah, or well, or <laughs> their their character. Right, or, or I guess if they, they've shown their politics in any way, which sure. I don't know if they have. You're know, or you're an NFL you know. fan for Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, just do you, do you have a positive or negative view of them? So the overall scores, Taylor Swift and Beyonce, were the only ones that landed in the positive. Every everybody else were all negative, and they're all the politicians. Of course, yeah, they all course. got negative scores. Yeah. Uh, overall, uh, former you governor. Know what? That's good news. I'm, ha- I'm proud of us. Sure. Well, one of them's going to be your president. So, uh, former governor of South Carolina, Nikki Haley, negative four. Uh, Speaker of the House, who I don't know who, how many people even know Mike Johnson. He had a negative nine. No idea. People just said, what does he do? Speaker of the House? No, I don't like him. <laughs> uh, Trump was negative 16. Biden's negative 17. Yeah, score one for the Trumpsters. We're only negative one better. Woo. <laughs> God. What a friggin' country. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Brandon, Kyle. <laughs> yes? This is a, a, a generational question. Okay. Does the phrase agents of crazy good mean anything to either of you? Agents of the crazy. agents of crazy good. Yes. No. If I say it's related to a food item. Yes, I'm trying to think. Agents oh, of crazy oh. good. It reminds me of like Nickelodeon cartoons for like, I want to say Burger King's Big Kids meal. Hmm. I don't know. 
All right. I I ask because it's a marketing thing, and I always I'm always curious: is the marketing working? Do you do you hear that in the media? Oh, Pop Tarts. No. The uh, agents of. Uh, Crazy good are the the talking pop cart characters. Have you uh-huh. seen this? They, yeah, they, that was a little oh. after me, I think. Hmm. So they did it back in uh, two thousand. The is uh, uh, and then they and in, in the original, the original campaign, the characters talking pop tarts would run away from humans that were craving them, because they didn't want to be eaten. Ah, well, okay. They brought them back. The agents of crazy good are back, and now. They flipped the narrative, and, and they've been running spots since July, where the characters put themselves in situations to entice humans to crave them for their next snack. The, the idea is, don't eat pretzels or potato chips. Eat a Pop-Tart. It's a great snack. And so they're, they're trying to be eaten. So that's the overall campaign. Okay, so what, what I remember now that you're bringing this back up, I remember, like, the Pop-Tarts were always scared about how the humans were going to consume them. Like, they were always frantic and worried. And I think one of them was, like, setting up a Pop-Tart to be trapped to go into a toaster. And now they're excited. Now they want you. See, I like this better. Uh, so you've got uh, the uh, Frosted Strawberry Agent. Oh, the best. The Brown Sugar Cinnamon Ooh, Agent. Okay, that good too. And the Hot Fudge Sundae Agent. Oh, on the yeah. Pop-Tart. Now, what the hell? why is this even in the news? Because we are getting near college football bowl season. We're, and there's one that was established back in 1990. There's like 48 of these things. There's only a few that really matter, and then they all get sponsors and such. Uh, it's been uh, if this one started in 1990 in Miami. Those of you that are college football fans will remember the Blockbuster Bowl, uh, Blockbuster Video, which is long since gone. Okay. Google it, kids. Uh, then it moved to Orlando, and it was just called the Florida Tangerine Bowl for a while. <laughs> uh, but most recently, because they get sponsors, it was the Cheez It Bowl. That <laughs> yum. Until this year. The teams who get to compete will be revealed December 3rd when all bowl game selections are announced. And this is the first year for the Pop-Tart Bowl. All oh, right. Okay. Cool. That sounds yummy. The Pop-Tart Bowl will take place on December 28th in Orlando. This is nothing more than Pop-Tart pays to have their name. I mean, that's amazing. The place. I don't know why, but it is. I think because I have such a fondness for Pop-Tarts growing up. But I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, so it's they're, they're a part of this thing that's huge. It's nostalgically amazing. <laughs> it's obviously not amazing at all that a major corporation is plunking down money to no. just advertise their product, right? <laughs> uh, but by the way, the answer is I don't know. When I was reading the story, and then I, I watched it on ESPN yesterday, and I, I I didn't get any answers because I was trying to, I was trying to ask myself every question that Kyle was going to ask. Oh, right. all right. But, you know, how are they going to do this? What is happening? I don't know. They Which Pop-Tart are they highlighting? They haven't it's going to be the face of Pop-Tarts. They haven't told us how this gimmick is working. Better but, be the strawberry frosted. Ding. But the Pop-Tarts Bowl that will take place on December 28th will feature the first ever edible mascot. They describe it this way. The Pop-Tarts Bowl mascot will run around. So big Pop-Tart, right? Like a mascot. Okay. Okay will run around the field before and during the game and interact with fans. After the game, it will transform into a game-winning snack for the winning team who will get an opportunity to take a bite out of the mascot following the matchup. Gross. Sounds like how you get herpes. So, yeah, that sounds awful. There's your gimmick for the Pop-Tart Bowl. Dirt on it and everything. Yeah. And we don't know what the flavor? It no, no. It I, doesn't I, matter I, like the I said, flavor. I, I don't know. Uh, it's not going to be the same. I, I, spoiler alert! It's not going to be the person that's running around the field in a pop tart. That is still so awesome. Costume, arms and legs hanging I, out as I, they're I, all being right. It's going to be devouring the pop tart. A giant pop tart that looks just so, like the mascot. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's going to be a pop tart like the package of the two packs you get, but on the package oh it's going to have like a, a printed version of the top pop tart mascot. 
My God. Uh, just uh, December 28th, tune in. The really good news is it's right in the middle of our Christmas vacation. It'll be too far uh, removed for us to even bother talking about it, so I hopefully never have to come up with this uh, topic again. Let's play the pressure cooker. I mean, it worked. It got us to talk about it. Uh, we got a $100 Visa gift card. Pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day. We don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It is trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five, right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're Color 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Color 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Nothing says I hate myself more than waking up and watching this show. So get Rad TV now by hitting the members.radradio.com. Oh, we got this email from David. Hi, David. Uh, the word of the year, according to uh, Merriam-Webster, based on us looking the word up because we needed to find for us is authentic, uh, which got us into a discussion of authenticity when we can't believe anything, we don't believe anything, do we not want to believe anything, and who are authentic people. And then uh, uh, Oliver Anthony, the, 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 the guy... With the song the for rich few, men yeah. over Richmond uh, came up and, and I started pointing out, well, we only know what we know. Is it really authentic? David says, I think people are confusing wholesome with authentic. Take Keith Richard, for example. He did drugs, abused people and had sex with underage girls, but he never lied about it. Which is authenticity. It is authentic, yes. yes. That's that's true. They want positive authenticity. Um, the, uh, the On the membership site, uh, a couple of things. First of all, a couple people have written in. So, Brandon, we had a, like a glitch in the matrix that isn't important. Uh, is it yesterday's show is temporarily unavailable? Is that what? But correct. Yes, it'll be available shortly, hopefully. Yeah, we're, it's just it's just something behind the scenes. Don't worry about it. It'll be up soon. Sorry that you can't access it. You will be able to. Speaking of, we have another Ratter Day coming up. Uh, this Saturday morning, we'll be here live from six to nine. Uh, commercial free and uncensored on Rad TV. You can watch live, uh, and then you can watch it anytime afterwards as well at members.radradio.com. And in two hours, we will be doing the Mix Picks podcast on Rad TV. Uh, Steve Mickelson and I. And Dawn's husband, Gary, Yay, as Gary. Uh, our guest this morning, we'll discuss everything uh, from the NBA's in-season tournament, the Kings beating the Warriors last night, Tiger Woods is back, all the NFL matchups, uh, including the Eagles and uh, the Niners, the big game of the weekend uh, this morning uh, on uh, the uh, Rad TV uh, Mixed Picks podcast at members.radradio.com. Now we're going to play the pressure cooker. Gift card, caller 18 is Kyle. Good morning. 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 Uh, Kyle, are you one of the seven identified Kyles that we met at Brian Palooza a couple weekends ago? No, no, I'm not. We have at oh. least eight Kyles then. That are fans. Yes, we're a building an army. Uh, here's how this works. Uh, your timer will begin when I finish reading the first question, which is a true or false question. So you got a 50-50 shot to get it right. If you do, then you got to get four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And i got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Kyle, and then you say Kyle number two, I got to take Kyle as your answer. Do you have any questions? No. All right, good luck. True or false, Christmas canes were created as a tribute to Jesus. False. The Sacramento Kings have played 16 games this season. How many total wins do they have? Ten. What color Christmas did Elvis sing about? Blue. In the movie A Christmas Story, what comes in a box marked fragile? Uh, leg lamp. 
In National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, for how many total years has Cousin Eddie been unemployed? Three. What zodiac sign are you if you're born on Christmas Day? Capricorn. As long as we get the question out before the buzzer, we wait for the answer. And we got six questions out. All right, so you can only miss one. Let's see how he did. True or false? Christmas canes were created as a tribute to Jesus. He said, that's false. Uh-oh, he got one wrong. Oh, no. In 1670, the choir master at the Cologne Cathedral in Germany <laughs> created them in the shape of a J. The white of the cane represents the purity of Jesus, and the red stripes are for the blood that he shed oh. when he died on the cross. Thank uh-huh. you, Jesus. Uh, the Sacramento King, now you got to hear all dings the rest of the way for oh. him to win. Sacramento Kings have played 16 games this season. How many total wins do they have? He took a moment, and he said 10. Oh. 10 and 6. Yeah. What color Christmas did Elvis sing about? He took a moment. He said blue. <laughs> in the movie, A Christmas Story, what comes in a box marked fragile? He said a lamp. A lamp shaped like a leg, specifically. Terrible movie. In National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, for how many total years has Cousin Eddie been unemployed? He took a moment. He said a number three. Seven? Seven, because he's holding out for a management position. Oh, that's right. Now, that's a good Christmas movie. And at the buzzer, what zodiac sign are you if you're born on Christmas Day? He said Capricorn. That's December 22nd through January 19th. That's what I am, Capricorn. That's meaningless. It is. Uh, and uh, <laughs> had he not taken all those beats, he would have had time for a seventh question. We only got six out. He got oh. two wrong, oh. four right. He played well. He got good answers, but you got to give yourself enough time. We got another $100 Visa gift card coming up. Your chance to win at 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. mean disappointment. So give your friends and family the junk you can find in the stupid store at radradio.com. It's been a while since I have audibly reminded you that this sound is the sound of a printed out email. It's not a sound effect or, or a problem. No, that's, that's one printed out email. Yeah. Ah. Now, now, do you hear the difference between that and... Whoa. Oh, yeah. Email. That's yeah. multiple. This is next level. Every, every now and then we'll get a birthday wish. Like maybe a whole family will write in and they'll all sign their name. Or... Uh, a mom will write an, uh, a happy birthday wish, and a dad will write. A, whoever this Justin guy is, he's he's either wildly beloved or a huge pain in the ass, and they all just <laughs> want him to shut up. No way to tell. Oh, man. Amber wrote in and said, my brother turns 30 today, and all he wants is a birthday shout-out. Please wish Justin a happy birthday. Well, happy birthday. Evan says, I would like to give a birthday message to my buddy Justin finally getting over the hill and oh turning 30. God, that is so young. Give him a great shout-out and happy birthday from Love and Thunder. He will get the nicknames. Oh, Thank you so much. We are all huge fans. Must be a Thor reference. Oh, I thought it was from prison. Serena <laughs> and family wrote in and said, my family and I would like to wish my brother Justin a happy 30th birthday. He listens to Rad Radio every day, even... When he's working down in Long Beach, his birthday wish this year was to get a shout-out. Well, he's getting it. This is from Grandma Kathy. Oh, Oh, Nana! Very much a grandma wish, too. (laughs) 
on its own never would have gotten red because it's too nice, too sweet and all that. I'd like to say happy birthday to my grandson, Justin. For 30 years, you've brought family only joy and happiness. May the coming years bring you all the riches, rewards, and love you deserve. Believe in yourself and in your dreams. Oh, what a sweet grandma. Mom and dad wrote in. That's how they signed it. (laughs) We would like to wish our son, Justin, a very happy 30th birthday today. Yay, Justin. We know he listens to you every day and even wakes up to you first thing in the morning. Justin, you are such an inspiration to everyone around you. Aww. And such a giving and loving guy. We wish you nothing but good energy, happiness, and success in your future ahead. Yay. And then I thought I got to the very end. And I said, oh, this is obviously Justin's boyfriend or husband. I don't know. It's from Isaiah. Hi, Isaiah. And it, it, oh my God, they obviously have like a fun relationship or whatever, right? I assume, or 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 a really dark one. Oh, uh, but there is a twist here. Happy birthday to my sweet prince Justin. You've been my rock, even though ED has kept you from being a rock in bed. Oh my! <laughs> Expect your favorite Mac and Cheetos with extra sour cream when you get home. I thought, okay, that's, that's but but. Now I'm leaning towards Isaiah is uh, is one of Justin's I'm gonna guess really close friends and they have a thing maybe uh, okay. uh, because 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 last one is from Diane. Hi Diane. Either that or I- Isaiah and Diane don't know about each other. We, who knows? <laughs> or they're uh, what do they call those people? They're polyamorous. There it is. That's mm. that word. Greetings, fellow humans. This is my uh, latest attempt to wish my wonderful boyfriend Justin. Who has one simple wish for his 30th birthday, a shout-out from his radio show. The same thing he has been requesting for the last two years, and I have failed him every time. Oh. Please don't let me fail him a third year in a row, or I might not ever get upgraded from girlfriend to fiancé. Well, I mean, this is why he has Isaiah. You yeah, let him yeah. Down. might be the reason. <laughs> Happy birthday, Justin. I just can't wait for you to get home and show you what Dirty 30 really means. Oh, happy, happy birthday, now eat your Cake. Happy, happy, happy birthday, birthday or we'll punch you in the face. She's not doing the laundry. That's what that means. Uh, we had a uh, Kyle play the pressure cooker. We had seven different Kyles. That's when I stopped yeah. counting show up at Brinopalooza a couple weekends well, ago. Well, there was a technicality. It should be six because one of them spelled their name special. It was C-E-I-L. True. But, but he, still he, pronounced he, Kyle. He, he identifies as a Kyle. That's sale. So, uh, so the, 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 uh, the, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm close. The uh, the pressure cooker contestant was not one of them. So that's that's our eighth Kyle. And then we just got an email that says, Nine Kyles, I can confirm I was not at Rhinopalooza. Right. But he is a listener. So because I, I I my memory is, you know, shot. So do did all do all these Kyles are they, they in the same age range? Like was there an explosion of Kyles? Yes, it was the most popular so, okay. boy name, I believe, the year I was born in nineteen ninety, mm, actually. Okay. We will fact check that later. <laughs> And you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, email us, rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. We will start right, way, right away with Big D, uh, who uh, says, I'm looking forward to sitting down this Saturday morning with a cup of coffee and tuning into Rad TV at members.radradio.com from 6 to 9 to watch my favorite radio show. Nothing better than Ratterday to start off the weekend. Oh, okay. I was wondering who it was. Nice plug. Yeah. Thanks, Big D. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Once the show ends, it'll be time to start preparations on our truck to be in the Parade of Lights that will be held on Main Street in Fallon Saturday night. Nice. Now on to today's Yuletide jokes. Uh, Brandon, would you mind assisting me with a couple of these? I got you. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Olive. Olive who? Olive Christmas time, don't you? 
I sure do. I could have did that. No. One more. One more. Go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dexter. Dexter who? Dexter Halls with boughs of holly. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call cutting down a Christmas tree? What? What? Christmas chopping. (laughs) Who is a Christmas tree's favorite singer? Who? Spruce Springsteen. (laughs) Oh, Christmas tree. Uh, oh, that hurts my throat. God. Oh, God. And my ears. Retire, boss. Mm. Yeah. But we wish him well. He had to cancel his tour because of some old man thing. Oh, no. His vocals are worse than they were? I don't even know if it was his vocals. I, Would I, anyone notice? Uh, Does he jump around? I don't know his shows. Not as much uh, anymore. Okay. What kind of motorcycle does Santa drive? What? what? A Holly Davidson. What did the soccer announcer who made the naughty list get from Santa Claus? What? Cole! <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, it's more interesting than soccer. All right, just get those random digs in. The year's almost over. Yeah, Bruce Springsteen. Boo. Yeah, soccer. Boo. Everything must go. What do you call a reindeer ghost? What? Caribou. <laughs> Boo, caribou. Oh, have to get this joke in before uh, tomorrow night's game restarts the season. This takes us back to Thanksgiving Day. Uh, it's from Chase. Hey, Chase. Why do people from Green Bay, Wisconsin like to do it doggy style? Why? That way they can both watch the Lions lose. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Poor Lions. If you're nervous about heading to a holiday party this year, rely on jokes about the Titanic. They always go down well. And they're a great way to break the ice. And it will relieve you of that sinking feeling. <laughs> All right, uh, these are from Devin. It, the, I always like these jokes that are a, a, a twist on the old, like the old one is your mama is so fat, she doesn't sit around the house, she sits around the house. Like <laughs> Here's the new one. Your mama is so fat, she doesn't sit around the house. And that's because she died from obesity-caused heart failure. <laughs> Oh, no. What's eating Gilbert Grape? Nice. <laughs> what? What's the wrinkliest thing on your grandma? What? Your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are from uh, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. There is one advantage to being an orphan. Oh. Yes. Nobody makes jokes about yo mama. <laughs> oh, my God. It was an orphan oh. joke and a yo mama joke. Uh. One day, a husband told his wife that her ass was as big as their grill. Later that night, he tried to get sex, only for the wife to reply, Do you really think I'm going to fire up this grill just for one little weenie? (laughs) (laughs) Bigamy is having one wife too many. In other words, it's the same as monogamy. (laughs) Oh, man. From Alex. Hi, Alex. Starting next week, we're having a neighborhood watch in our community. I wonder when I get to wear it for the first time. I hope it's a Rolex. (laughs) You got to yell out, hey, Bob, what time is it? (laughs) What did the past say to the future? What? I have a present for you. (laughs) 
What did the pharmacist say when the new regulations made cold medicine hard to stock? What? I'm going to sue the Fed. <laughs> Don't know why he was an urban pharmacist in my telling of that joke. Oh, man. Uh, these are from Greg. Hey, Greg. What's brown and crisp and hangs from the chandelier? What? A bad electrician. I told my wife that as an experiment, we should abstain from sexual pleasure. And she said, okay, I guess I'll start having sex with you again. You got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. This year, give the gift that keeps on giving. Now not herpes. A year of Rad TV. Available at members.radradio.com. All right, we've got some emails here as we have uh, climbed down the Kyle hole. Uh, <laughs> oh, have we? When we, uh, when we did Brian Palooza at South 40 in Reno the Saturday before Thanksgiving, I was standing next to Kyle as uh, we met maggots, and uh, I noticed uh, many of them were named Kyle. We asked most people, hey, what's your name? And uh, we stopped counting at seven. So it could have been more different Kyles yeah. uh, at Brian Palooza. And then uh, we had a pressure cooker. Or was it the pressure? It was somebody uh, who yep. was named Kyle. And I said, oh, were you one of the seven? And he said, oh, no. Oh, so now we had eight. And then somebody wrote in. I said, oh, me too. I'm, uh, I wasn't at Brian Palooza. My name's Kyle. And I can see the emails. Uh, and then, and, 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 the, and by the way, what's, funny, what's partly funny about this is that we don't even, we, we don't know how many Heidi's listen. But years ago, we had 84 Heidi's. And then I met a new one. And we had 85 Heidi's. <laughs> Because we had a whole bunch of Heidi's writing in. The irony is, we don't get any many, many uh, Heidi emails anymore. No, it's been years. What happened to the Heidi's? Uh, right now with women, it's uh, it's Michelle's and Brianna's. We have a oh, ton Brianna. of vo- both of them. I think the Heidi's are in their Heidi holes. <laughs> Good. Uh, so this is the first time we ever actually really counted. Uh, so uh, we were at nine Kyles, and then and then Dawn brought up, hey, "What's going on? Is this is this a generational thing?" So. Uh, we got another one here. Make that 10, Kyles. Yes. I had planned on going to Brianapalooza, but I ended up having to work on my broken-down Jeep instead. Damn it, Kyle. Long-time <laughs> listener. Sad I didn't get to meet you all. Maybe next Aww. year. Uh, and I, too, was born in the boom of Kyle's 1990. Okay. Yep. okay. Another Kyle uh, wrote back. This is Kyle number nine. Uh, wrote back and said, to answer age range requested by Dawn, I'm 24, going on 25, born in 1999. Oh, that's a young Kyle. Okay. Oh, that oh. is. So uh, after Dawn... Asked the question, Kyle did what Kyle does, or Kyle did, and he blurted something out as though it were fact. And I, I like I, it. I promised that I would uh, fact check it. <laughs> was I right? Uh, you you claimed that Kyle was the mo- number one most popular name in 1990. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I went to the uh, Social Security Administration database. That's the legitimate official Fun. one because that's where uh, you actually see the, the names that were registered uh, in uh, the decade of the 90s, 9091 all the way through 99. At no time was Kyle in the top ten. Oh, I was lied to. Okay. Um, I will. I will. I will bring this full circle for okay. you, though. All right. Uh, the, in uh, the whole decade of the '90s, the most popular name was Michael for boys, uh, and oh, then good it, old Michael. It uh, it rotated between uh, Christopher and Matthew and Jacob and oh. Joshua 
and Daniel and Andrew in the top five. All, of those, all man names. All of those. Those are all like my yeah. friends' names. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, okay, here's the rest of them throughout the 90s. These would, this would be like six and ten because they're all the same. They just kind of bounce in where they were ranked each year. David. Uh, Another man name. James. Nicholas. Uh, Austin. Ah. Uh, and uh, Joseph. Yeah. Okay. Oh my. Gosh. So I did. I checked. I did check uh, the '80s too, just to see what was it at the tail end of the '80s, uh, and maybe that's why you know there were so many Kyles, and it, it never was in the the top ten. So to bring oh, it full uh, circle, I feel like a Kyle would have been a weird name in the '80s. Uh, Kyle has been a popular name for boys for several decades, according to the Social Security Administration. The name Kyle has consistently been in the top 200 names for boys in the United States since the '40s. Oh, oh wow. damn! It reached its peak popularity. In the 90s. Whoa, there you go, Kyle. When it was in the top 100 names for boys. Uh, so it, it ranked in the top 100 for the decade of the 90s. And as of today, Kyle is the 97th most popular name. Oh, you're for, moving on that. For boys uh, in America. <laughs> I just heard a whole bunch of crap and like spouted that fact off like it was truth for how, how old am I? 30 something uh, years? Hey, this is what we do. Gee, I wouldn't stop now, though. No, you, no. Know this long. you fit in now more than ever with that. Let's right. do a holiday pile. <laughs> Only 26 days oh, of waiting left. Man, ho, ho, ho. Yes, you are. There are 33 days until it's 2024. Oh, God. And only three days until the next Raturday show live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. We will be here live Saturday morning from 6 to 9. <laughs> uh, before we get into the uh, holiday pile, we have uh, Kyle number 11, uh, who just wrote in, wanted to be added to the list. And uh, Kyle, now this Kyle got ahead of himself. He said, I'm Kyle number 20. No, you're number 12. Uh, he says, I just turned 40 yesterday. I was born in 1983. Oh, an old Kyle. <laughs> this year's Rockefeller Center Christmas tree has arrived, which means there's only one thing left to do. Light it up. Yay! By the way, Brando. He's busy. Yes. Oh, oh. My bad. My bad. I didn't, I, I didn't, I didn't realize. The, the, get the, back to you. Yeah, I didn't realize a show member was busy during the show. Plus, I have no line of sight with all these damn Christmas decorations. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you have a moment? Great. I do. Okay. Uh, you're going to be uh, in New York uh, for a Christmas time-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all centered around going to see the Back to the uh, Future musical. Will you do the traditional tourist thing? Because you're taking the girlfriend and the daughter Will you go see uh, the uh, Rockefeller Center Christmas tree? Yes, we've built out our plans for the five days or so that we're going to be there, and one of those days includes Rockefeller Center. Well, actually, we're going to be doing Rockefeller Center twice because we're going to be going from two different directions from the huh. southern part of the island to the to the central part well, where we'll we be. Will you be doing the, uh, the, uh, the traditional ice skating? No, because we heard that the ice skating at the um, Rockefeller Center is not as good as the one in Central Park. So we're going to be going skating in Central Park. The Central Park ice rink is much better. Plus, the the Rockefeller Center one is packed all the time. That's what we heard. So, okay, with the Rockefeller Center, and I feel like you've answered this in in past shows, but I can't remember. Of course you can't. You don't retain anything, I say. That's cool. Mom, sisters, women in my life. (laughs) Okay, so I remember taking a tour of South Fork. That's the ranch in Plano, Texas, for the show Dallas. Jesus. And you could like take a tour of it and whatnot. And on TV, when you'd watch the show, that pool looked ginormous. But then when you went there and you looked, you're like, dear God, this thing's really small. And what they did was they added 
like a mirror or whatever to make it look bigger. Anywho, and I can't remember what you're saying because on TV that tree looks huge, the ice skating rink looks huge, but when you go, is it that or is it all much smaller? The ice skating rink is a little smaller than it appears, not not dramatically, but the tree is a big old tree. So it, it, does, this year's okay. tree is eight stories high. Oh my! Eighty feet. God! Yeah. What the hell? Uh, so Those are some big ornaments. If you want to see, <laughs> if you want to see the, the tree lighting, it's tonight. Uh, the tree will have more than fifty thousand multicolored LED lights on five miles of wire wrapped around it. Whoa. The three-dimensional star on top weighs nine hundred pounds. Holy! And features wow. seventy spikes that are covered in three million crystals. Man, who was standing at the top of the ladder putting that thing on? The abominable snowman. <laughs> Just bring them out and get them on the the bumble. Hopefully that thing doesn't fall off. Yikes. Right? Uh, this year's tree is an 80-foot-tall Norway spruce. It's about 85 years old. Oh! Stands uh, 43 feet wide Jesus. and weighs 12 tons. Oh, dear God. Tree lighting will broadcast on NBC tonight. Uh, it'll be it'll be live on Peacock. I don't know if your NBC affiliate will carry it live because it's going to be at 5 o'clock Pacific time. And it will, of course, be hosted by Kelly Clarkson, uh, Savannah Guthrie, and Hoda Cobb. Oh, Hoda Cobb's so sweet. We don't know that. Okay, she appears sweet. Jesus, you and your words. Well, I mean, you just say, you've never met her, and we don't know. You know what I mean. So, I mean, she might be a horrible shrew of a human. (laughs) Maybe, who knows? Like Tom Hanks, who appears nice, but is not. Oh, my God. And, of course, Al Roker. You're exhausting. Will be part of it tonight. It would be funny if they just put regular size decorations on this thing. <laughs> it looked like crumbs. <laughs> I'll have cutbacks this year. I do think of these things like who provides? I mean, because these are big balls, right? I mean, they, everything has to be magnified. Mm. Write your own jokes. <laughs> Uh, holiday travel season is officially here. It's expected to be hectic as we get back to uh, pre-pandemic levels and more. Certain days and times are better for travel than others during the holidays. Most people, so these would be the worst days, right? Most people are predicted to fly out for their holiday trips on Thursday the 21st and Friday the 22nd and expected to return home on Thursday the 28th and Friday the 29th. You can anticipate about 4 million travelers each day at airports on those four days. Whereas the Sunday after Thanksgiving, it was 2.9 million. So that's, it's almost, it's 50% more. And I almost feel like sometimes when you're booking that, you're like, okay, it's before Christmas. We're good. Oh, and this is several days after, so we're good. And then you're like, what the hell? You're the only one thinking that. You (laughs) think, "Ah, I'm a lot smarter than the average bear. Oh, wait, I'm not. <laughs> of course, the best days uh, to travel over the Christmas holiday are... On Christmas. Don't uh, travel. The uh, Well, that's <laughs> that's the correct answer. However, if you are traveling, you pick the holidays. Uh, Christmas Eve, my wife and I will be on a plane then. Christmas Day and New Year's Eve are the uh, slowest days. It's the best traveling on those days. Yeah. Oh, oh it's so nice. In any way. Like, like yeah. dr- driving... Especially like like oh, Christmas morning or late morning before the family yeah. switch. Oh gosh, uh, yeah. Nobody on the road. No. <laughs> um, what is this? Oh, yeah, we got this uh, email uh, rad at radradio.com. It's from Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Uh, people are still writing in about uh, the uh, Rad Radio turkey brine for their Thanksgiving or for mm-hmm. use moving forward. A lot of people like to serve thing. Uh, uh, sorry, turkey again uh, for Christmas. We do still have brine available. It's good for eighteen months. If you want to plan ahead, you go to radradio.com. You go to the stupid store. Super store. We can still ship it to you. We have a few fine. Uh, vendors and small businesses that still have some brine check 
availability in the stupid store. Superstore. As well. And remember that NorCal Gun Vault in Rockland is collecting toys for the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots Christmas Drive. You bring in at least 20 bucks worth of new unwrapped toys for donation. You bring in the receipt as well. And NorCal Gun Vault will just give you a bag of rad turkey drunk. So uh, this email is from Bubba. Hey, Bubba. Who says, uh, a little passive-aggressive notes in here, by the way, along the way, see if you can pick up the Easter eggs. Okay. My wife signed us up to host on Christmas Eve and Christmas. Her brother, generously hosted for Thanksgiving, didn't use your brine, and it sucked. (laughs) Since we are hosting, we will, I mean I, will be doing all of the cooking. Oh, boy. Somebody, not sure who, whore wife, suggested (laughs) we do Cornish game hens. (laughs) I'm doing a test run, and I was wondering how long would you brine them for? I'm brining in a one-gallon fluid, half-cup kosher salt, half-cup honey solution, so he's making his from scratch. Yeah. Oh, by the way, did I mention I'll be doing 18 of these little MFers on Christmas? Happy Whoa. holidays to me. <laughs> oh, 18. I love how the wife volunteers them, but he's doing all the work. Yeah, this, this is a screw job. 18 people. That's why you serve oh. a giant turkey or a prime rib. Yeah. So you're only cooking one or two things rather than 18 different moving parts, and, and he's got to brine all 18 of them. So Dang. Uh, I, uh, what, what I would suggest, uh, Bubba, is uh, Cornish game hands come in about one and a half to two pounds. Uh, it's still the same formula. But what I don't understand in your email is are, are you brining them all at once or each bird? You have 18 buckets. Each bird's getting a gallon, oh. of which I, that sounds about right. Um, however you're going to do it, it's it, like two hours, right? It's, it, it's just, an, it's an hour per pound. Um, and I would also, and the half a cup of salt to the, to a gallon of water, that's fine. Uh, but I would add in a lot more flavor. I mean, you got the honey, eh, eh, but that's it. I, I'd throw in some brown sugar, some herbs, uh, definitely sage, some peppercorns, and, and cook it all down on your stove. Uh, oh, man, this just seems it. like a pain in the butt. Yeah. Well, the, the brining is really what... Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, the brining the prep is what really kills it because you're 18 different goddamn Yeah, what is birds. this, a restaurant? This is not nice. This is a uh, this is a fractured oh marriage. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just a turkey and a ham. Bam, you're done. Uh, in a new poll, uh. people were asked, Kyle, we'll start with you. All right. What kind of Christmas tree do you prefer, artificial or real? I prefer a real one. Brando. I prefer a real one for now. At some point, I will switch over to the fake tree, but I prefer the real one. We just put it up two days ago. Do you do you know what would cause you to switch over? When there aren't any kids in the house, because oh. I like to do, we like the tradition. We like going to get the tree, yeah. putting it up, all of that stuff, and the smell of a of a fresh oh, tree is is yeah. so nice. And I know you could get those little oh. sticks that that set, they're scented like a tree, and they do smell they, they are really amazing. good and really close to a real tree. Sensicles, right? Sense sense yeah. sensicles. Yes. Okay. And uh, yeah, oh. so currently real tree. That that's the that was the that was. That was not the thing that pushed me over to artificial trees, but but when those sensical things came out, because they are spot on, there was, there was no missing the real tree ever. The mess, the the, the pain in the ass of it all, because it, it, now it is something you need to do with the kids. Absolutely, yeah. for sure. They've, they've got to, and they and the, if I had kids, I don't care what you do with your kids, but if I, I I would teach them both versions. You go to the Christmas tree lot, you pick out a tree. But you also, you go up in the mountains and you cut down a tree. Absolutely, a yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I do it all. Especially if you have a boy. Uh, oh, so my I'm, God. And a girl. I'm a, well, I mean, yeah. Girls you, can cut down give, trees. Give her the Nerf chainsaw so no, she can pretend that we've she's. We've done this plenty. You can, you can make the noise for her. We've <laughs> <got> <laughs> girls in our family. They have kicked asses. 
at this. So we, a few weeks ago, uh, a family member of ours bought a, uh, what are those called, a ticket or a permit yes. to go and cut our own tree down from El Dorado oh, County. Yes. You should have one of those. Yeah. And, you know, we, we want to be on the up and up. Don't want to be getting arrested for cutting down a tree. Um but and I'm, so we surprised our nine-year-old with this this gift. Like, let's go cut it down. Wanted to be so exciting, and yeah. she got so upset. She was like, "No, I want to go to the tree lot in town. That's not <laughs> an hour away, you know, because she has her she has her routine and her. It's like mm-hmm. a it's like a what's it called uh, uh, a tradition. tradition. Yeah, it's all yeah. she's all about the tradition. That man. So we used to have just uh, regular um, Christmas trees like from the farm where we go cut them down. But then my dad got a real Christmas tree by the time I was probably 15 or 16. I was a late teenager. But I had a little brother who freaked out because we had a fire pit in the backyard. When the Christmas tree is done with, we put it in the fire pit and burnt it to hell. <laughs> and it upset my little brother so much. Oh, to see it go up in to flames? Go up in flames. He started crying and like threw a big old fit. And uh, we got a fake Christmas tree after that. And I always kind of just miss the smell of a real Christmas tree in the house, so that's why I prefer the regular and, ones. And and are you you have your your new home first Christmas, right? Are you yep. are you gonna have a real tree? In there? I don't have enough room for a oh, tree. I it. need to get a little one, like yeah, a little Charlie yeah, Brown. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes. Absolutely. And Don, you finally come to the other side on this. Well, I mean, you? I don't mind a fake one. I see their purpose. But I used to be so anti-fake tree; it wasn't even funny. Like it wasn't even an option. I've come around. It's fine. I prefer a real one, but I absolutely see the allure. You know, we've had both. And yes, obviously there's no cleanup or anything like that when you have the fake one, but uh, there's just something about the real one, the whole adventure of going to get it. But then just that smell. You call it an adventure. It's a, it's a pain in the ass. (laughs) If, if, if we were if we were so drowning in money at Williams Manor and we were paying somebody to go, go out in the woods FaceTime us so we can pick out the tree. They're going to cut it down. They're going to debugify it and all that because, you know, Christmas trees are havens for uh, uh, for, for uh, bugs that, like like praying manti in particular, they lay their egg sacs to hide oh, from nature. Yeah. And then when you put them in the house, uh, they think it's spring and the eggs hatch. Uh, cool. And you, you have hundreds of praying mantises running around. Yeah, that's fun. So you have, you have yeah, so they're... <laughs> You have them cut down the tree that you pick out on FaceTime. They they debugify it for you, and then they're gonna drive it to Williams Manor and put it up for me. Sure, now I can have a fake tree. And a and real tree. I'm sorry. Now yes, yeah. I can have a real tree. And they're gonna come over every day and water it. Uh, and uh, they're gonna take it down when we tell them to, which would be December 26th, the morning of. Oh my god. Because gosh. Christmas is goddamn over. That's How a much lot. you paying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like I like where your head's at, Kyle. Uh, and you can keep your stuff up until January 1st, y'all. You can. You're just a sociopath. No, you're not. It's, it's the simple. whole holiday season. I, I, you got to stretch it out. I, yes, that's what oh. sociopaths do is they stretch things out. <laughs> it's the way they torture you into their controlling behavior. As a narcissistic sociopath oh my myself, God. I know what I'm talking about. Oh my God. I think I keep all of you around for years and years oh and years. Oh, In Lord. the survey, uh, Americans have made the switch uh, for the last uh, 10 years or so. Artificial trees win, not by a lot. Uh, 48% say they prefer artificial trees. 40% say real. And for some reason, 12% go, oh, I don't care. I don't have, a, I don't have an opinion. I'm, I'm bisexual on Christmas trees. Uh, yeah, like come on. You have to choose one. See, they should do that in surveys. God. This no opinion thing has to go away. They, they have to do it like, who would you do? You have, you, no, sorry. You have to have an opinion. Who doesn't have an opinion on it? 
I mean, even I came around to a fake tree, but I'm still going to choose the real tree. And even if even if you are truly ambivalent to something, you play the game. Yes. You pick, okay, I'm going to lean towards this. Oh, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. That's a people pleaser. Uh, okay, so uh, uh, Kyle, is it, is it childhood memories, or what would you say is the reason, if you had to pick a reason that you would prefer a real tree? Mm. Yeah, the smell of it. It's it's the smell. Oh, and the fact that you can burn it afterwards too. Okay. Uh, the smell is the number one reason yeah. why people say they uh, chose a, a real tree, and the number one reason that people choose a fake tree. Uh, less clean convenience. Easier was their easier. word. And okay. I think it's all of yeah. those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, yeah. there's, there's, just put it up, take it down. No cleanup. <laughs> well, and you have it every no, year, right? No water. You put it in that box. It's already there. Baka baka. Yeah, and that's why uh, the uh, the. Uh, the number one reason that's I'm sorry a fake tree is easier as number two the number one reason is it's more affordable it, because these fake trees last for decades if you yeah. take care of them and by the time you've you've gone through a decade of Christmases paying 50 to 100 dollars for a tree you've already paid off your artificial tree depending on how lavish you went uh, or they don't last because your little puppy chews up the cords <laughs> that's not safe yeah not plugged in I hope poor puppy he was fine. Oh, good. <laughs> but that doesn't hurt the tree. Oh, it. the lights were donezo. Oh, because it already had the lights in there, <laughs> yeah. and, and the wiring couldn't be, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> and now we have, we're trying to figure out what are we doing this year because we have my mother-in-law's cats, and, um, and every year we're like, do we put a tree up or not because we're never home? But these cats are crazy, and they're the kind that'll jump in a tree. Oh, okay. So I'm like, okay. uh, and my husband just saw some videos on TikTok or one of them where he's like, yeah, I should nix that whole idea because like that is our cats will do that. Well, so I'm like, oh, maybe a tiny something, or we have this wagon wheel. Maybe I'll just take. Why, why don't you? Yeah, she, yeah, she has farm equipment in her home. It's a whole other thing. Why don't you just put up a real tree and all dog ornaments to uh, repel the cats? <laughs> So I had this happen when I was a kid at my mom's house. We had a cat named Mufasa. He's a big old orange fluffy tabby cat. And he jumped into the tree one year, and we were all worried that he was going to keep doing it. But he got sap on his paw, and oh, yeah. he never went back into the tree because it was so annoying for him. Good. There you go. That's, they'll learn their lesson well, yeah. that way. And yeah. our, the cat Sam, um, he is this big gray cat. I mean, he looks like a lion. He loves to chew on whatever he can chew on. He's like a puppy that never stops being a puppy. And I could just, uh, there would have to be no ornaments around the bottom. I mean, it would be halfway up, maybe. But then again, it's a cat. He'll jump in it. Mm. So I, I don't know. For those of you uh, with, uh, with puppies, <laughs> oh like, or maybe you just got one, you haven't thought about this. Uh, the simple hack is, you, yeah, you can't have any wires exposed. You have to duct tape them down to the floor if you can. Uh, yeah, it was our fault. And you can buy, sure. you can also, if you have carpet, you can buy things to put over the, 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 the cord. Uh, because that is, it's a, it's a hazard. Uh, to to the animal if they chew through it when when they're lit the cat thing jumping into trees I have no suggestions for you right. other than my dog ornament idea and, and I was finally like oh my gosh because our our lab Hank what he does now is he'll steal your shoes or a pillow and he'll just put it in another room he doesn't chew or destroy that stuff anymore so I'm like oh my god he'll totally leave the tree alone but Harry's like my husband's like oh, but the cats won't. <laughs> So I'm like, ah. plus, 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 as we all find out over the course of time, dogs can be very selective about what they do and don't destroy. <laughs> Just when you think you figured it out. Oh, no. Uh -oh. Right? That $2,500 <laughs> pair of Louis Vuitton sneakers you bought your wife uh, oh. uh, have, have been redesigned. Thanks, Holy Sarge. <laughs> 
Let's play Master Movies right now. Mama needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> oh, uh, we have a $100 Visa gift card. We're going to give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie and you win. Call her 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20. And if nobody knows the movie title, <laughs> uh, droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Master of Movies. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Why not spend your Christmas vacation and hours getting caught up on everything you've missed on Rad TV? Get access now at members.radradio.com. Got a few uh, more emails as we continue down the Kyle hole this morning. Uh, <laughs> RAD at radradio.com. We met at least seven of them that identified as Kyle's at Brian Palooza, and then we had another one call in today and said, "No, I wasn't at Brian." Okay, that's eight. And then somebody wrote in and said, "I wasn't at Brian Palooza. I'm Kyle's nine. Uh, this isn't really this doesn't really count on the on, in the Kyle army." Uh, but Joey wanted us to know that I once lost a bar bet while I was working in Montana, so I now have a tattoo on my ankle that says, Kyle is a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever bet against Kyle. Honorary Kyle. Oh, my God. Uh, we were up to 12 Kyles, uh, and now we have more. Yes. Uh, Kyle wrote in. A maggot Kyle says, I was born in 1990, uh, as, as was our Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and my son, Kyle Jr., Wow. Oh, and I were both oh at Brian Palooza, so they don't they, we don't add them. So we still at twelve, twelve ah, known oh, Kyle. Okay. Uh, if you're watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up after we play Master of Movies, we've got the Dogwoods Resort Canine Can. Oh, the big little puppies. What's coming up, Brando? We've got no Kyles, but we have a Lulu the pug beating no. up on Chaos the pug until <laughs> Old Man Tyson the Pitbull breaks it up, <laughs> and Benny the Chewini plays with holiday toys and works on his sitcom. Do, does the does the Pitbull have all the showings of being an old dog? Is oh, absolutely. That, the gray, you know, like, like that kind of lab scout. You know? uh, any any animals you got? Any animal videos? Really, we're not. We don't limit the canine cam to canines for some reason. Uh, send us your horizontally recorded videos. Rad at radradio.com. Movie master, master of movies. I'm feeding you lies, twisting your brain for a really cool prize. Action adventure sci-fi comedy. Just take the film and you'll be supreme. You're a movie master, movie master. We got a $100 Visa gift card. Caller 18. Hello, Andrew. Hello. You'll guess first. If you know the movie, you win. If not, we'll go to Ryan. Hola. 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 Como estas? And Henry, you're caller 20. Good morning. Morning. Looking Aww. for a comedy from 2008. <laughs> no! Stop! Stop! Now, let's open up. <laughs> The, uh, there's a backstory to this that I'm fascinated to hear. Apparently, Brandon is indifferent to the main character. To the character or the actor? Don't say anything. Don't say anything. We'll find the out. We'll find out. We'll find out. Actor, I think. Uh, which is, uh, th- what comedy is this from 2008? <laughs> no! Stop! Stop! Now, let's open up. Andrew. Uh, Step Brothers? Ryan. Uh, Anchorman. <laughs> I think I know it. Henry. A Talladega Nights, The Ballad of the Blues. I think Dawn knows it, too. Yeah, it's four Christmases. (laughs) When their plans for an exotic vacation fall apart, unmarried couple Brad and Kate, played by Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon, 
must spend Christmas Day trudging around to a quartet of family get-togethers. I love this movie! While Brad counts the hours till he can escape the onslaught of crazy relatives, Kate begins to wonder about her own choices and ponders whether her family members are so crazy after all. It is a stupid movie. Ow. Ow. Google me, bitch! What? Google me! You might want to look me up sometime, Barbara! <laughs> now let's open the present so Orlando can get to his other Christmases. All right, let's do it. Uh, what it so you're you're in different to Vince Vaughn? Yeah, he just plays the same character in every movie. It seems. I mean, some of the movies that, are, that he's in are great, like old yeah. school. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, he's a good. He's fine for that that genre of comedy. But I just, it's like, okay, dude, get a different character. You're just the same guy in every movie. And, and it, it all comes down to whether or not that guy belongs in that movie. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. he's great in Mr. and Mrs. Smith, uh, but yeah, yeah, he plays the same person. And sometimes they're like. This guy shouldn't be in this exactly. movie. Yeah, even with Anchorman, when he plays Wes Mantooth from Channel 2 <laughs> News, like it's, it's still him Dorothy. in a different character, but he plays it so well. He, he does, and he also has just the same cadence in everyone, and you, and it's like you almost can pick out now where it's like, because he's well-known for just ad-libbing a bunch of stuff, right? You're like, oh, yep, here's his ad-lib, because he gets this cadence about his voice when he's doing that. Didn't he, but it, didn't he do something serious recently that was pretty good, or am I getting him confused with somebody? What, wasn't he with the Woody Harrelson in that show, or am I thinking of somebody else? Okay, no, 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 no. Okay. HBO? Okay, so it was Woody Harrelson and the other guy that he's usually, Woody and uh, uh, his, maybe he's going to be his brother. Hello. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey, okay. yeah, yeah. So oh, he was were, in, oh, yeah. They were the originals, right. but then they did a second and it's, season. Oh, True Detective. And it yeah, and it was It was awful. awful. Yeah, all right, there we go. We put it all together. And yeah. it was awful because that guy didn't belong. In that show, and he tried to play just, something else, and yeah. it, it, yeah. it it just didn't land. No, he's not. He he's like he's like those bands. Like n every Nickelback song sounds yeah. the same. Vince Vaughn is the same guy, and he doesn't really act. And, and I, a True Detective, the first time that was the name of it, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, I don't even know how you were going to top that. It, it no. was just horrifyingly good. Did not need to be. Uh, 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 no, we didn't need, need it. any other season. They couldn't have topped it. That, that no. was right. We've got more $100 Visa gift cards to give away tomorrow morning, 7, 8, and 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. What's in Santa's sack? Hopefully something from the stupid store. Buy all your rad swag at radradio.com. Got a couple emails here. Uh, RAD at radradio.com. We're talking about Vince Vaughn. We played a clip from uh, Four Christmases. Uh, and uh, Brandon was pointing out that Vince Vaughn basically plays himself, the same guy. Yeah, there's a lot of kit people like that in Hollywood that I'm indifferent to, but just for some reason, Vince Vaughn runs me the wrong way when he's when he's placed in a, a cast that he shouldn't be in. Because that's what it is. It's like either he, he that guy belongs there or, or he doesn't. Well, uh, more than a few people wrote in, uh, TJ and Doug, uh, about a movie called, uh, they had it wrong, one of them called it Fight in Cell Block 99. It's Brawl in Cell Block 99. Oh, okay. It is a 2017 prison action thriller Ooh. starring Vince Vaughn uh, with Jennifer Carpenter and Don Johnson from Miami Vice fame. Nice. Uh, the story follows Bradley Thomas, that's Vince Vaughn's character, a drug mule 
who must kill a man held in a maximum security prison to rescue his pregnant wife from a vengeful drug lord. Damn. They cast Vince Vaughn for his consistency and authenticity in a break from the comedic roles that Vaughn usually plays. Vaughn exercised and underwent training for the film's action and fighting sequences, and his performance was praised. All right. Wildly. So it didn't make a lot of money, obviously, but uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99, if you want to see a different, different. allegedly, version. That movie that he did with Jennifer Aniston, The Breakup, Mm. there, there are absolutely parts of him, and then just, like, uncomfortable when he, I don't know, just how he... Was in the relationship. It was an uncomfortable. I wonder show though. To watch is it is movie. it is it because you you love Jennifer Aniston? And you've watched it more than once. I've tried to watch it more than once. Okay, because when I when I watched it the first time, it was I was a great movie, and I didn't think any of that. Yeah. When it was on, because it was a great. But then if whenever it was on, and I was like, oh, I don't like this Vince. But it it, it was the it was the second and after that. And, where I was like, that's a dark side of him. And admittedly, mm-hmm. I was way far in the weeds on the whole Jennifer Aniston, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing. And she did all these movies around that time, including that one. And they all kind of like corresponded what was happening with her life so i also was like all in the feels for yeah. her and your history with horrible <laughs> men just doesn't help jennifer aniston has been pretty outspoken about how awful vince vaughn was to her just like while they were filming he was just oh. a pig and Ew. and she just didn't respect him and she didn't he didn't respect her so it was a lot of back and forth a lot of tension between them on the he set he was just staying oh. in character you know method guy that's right like, hey. oh. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, we got another Kyle who wrote in. Uh, all right. So we're up to uh, 13 now. He says, uh, add me to the list of Kyles, born in 1997, no. the decade of Kyle uh, reigning as a name. <laughs> I went to uh, high school with five other Kyles that I knew, oh, Damn. three of which were in my English class, so we all had to be called on by, the, our, by our last names. Yep. Um, yes, yeah, so, I was going to say, I was on a basketball team in fifth grade, same situation, five Kyles. Oh, damn. So I was referred to oh. by my last name as well because the coach's son was named Kyle as well, so he was only Kyle. Everybody knew. Uh, of course. Wait, 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 wait. Did they do it regulation? You had five Kyles. That would be. They usually have eleven players, or no more than fourteen. But we didn't have all five on the court at once. Not all of us were good enough to start. <laughs> that would have been not, great. Not that There was at least two Kyles on the court at all time, though. Uh, uh, but, pass it to Kyle. No, the other one. <laughs> there were five of us. Yes. Uh, uh, speaking of Kyle, speaking of Kyles, we have a bad roommate alert. Uh-oh. What? Now, what? now, I, I use that term. Uh, because uh, uh, I always think of Kyle for this. Uh, when uh, when Kyle came to the building first time uh, when we when I hired him and I was giving him the tour and uh, I took him around uh, uh, because we have our own building, our own studio, and I said, "Look, we have a cleaning crew that comes in on the weekends, but other than that, we just it's whoever has time, you know, clean up the kitchen, dishwasher, dishes." And Kyle jumps in and says, "Oh, it's the be a good roommate rule." Oh, I yes. said exactly. We don't have to talk anymore. That's all it is. Just be a good roommate. Yeah. We got a bad roommate. Who? Probably Don. Who? Uh, are you kidding me? <laughs> huh. Made the last cup of coffee. Oh, I had to uh, have coffee this I don't morning. even make coffee here ever. I'm, the, was, bad, I'm the bad roommate. Uh-huh. I was Here's bringing me. my own. Uh-huh. Excuse me. But Brandon's very rarely a bad roommate. Yeah, he's what really did he good. do? Hey, 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 hey. I didn't. I'm not. That's an interesting defense. Your Honor, I'm very rarely a rapist. Well, I, I would say Brandon's oh. never a bad roommate. Neither's yeah. Kyle. Yeah. They're both really good. I would, I, I believe, I could be wrong, but I, I think they use the kitchen the most, mm. and they keep it great. Never, every time I walk never in there. is a very, very big word. A very superlative. <laughs> I, I, I think all of us are very rarely bad roommates. I only clean up just in fear of getting yelled at. So, oh. whatever. <laughs> 
Whatever the motivation. Right, or being ca- called out on the air like this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, hey, hey, I didn't know who I was calling out. Plus, there's, there's a pet peeve of mine that, that, that stretches all the way to the home as well. I mean, in all fairness to Kyle, where I am a bad roommate, sometimes I don't check the cupboards enough to see they need more coffee or they need more creamer. Because, mm. you know, I just bring all my coffee in uh, with me in my cup in the morning. So why would I check on them? Yeah, that's more of a bad <laughs> like, employee, so rude, since right? that's one of your tasks. <laughs> Um, no, so, so, yeah, commercial break, commercial break, uh, so limited time. I decided uh, I was going to have a a, a cup of coffee, got the the Mixed Picks uh, podcast coming up at 10 a.m. on Rad TV, just wanted a little little extra pep in my step, but, you know, limited time, I got prep to do, so I want to walk right into the old break room, pop my K-cup into the Keurig maker and hit the button. And you're well stocked on K-cups right now. Mm -hmm. And then, and then walk away while it's brewing and do some prep. And then yeah. walk back and grab my coffee. However, I had to add an extra step to it. Oh. Because as I walk into the kitchen, with my I got my mug. Uh-huh. And I got all my stuff that I need right there in the cupboard above it. And I walk in. And the light. The light. Add water light. Uh-huh. And, 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 and this. I, this ooh, oh, ooh. I, 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 more than once I've almost woken my wife up at 3 a.m. <laughs> or 2 a.m. When I got, excuse me, excuse me. I get up in the middle of the night. And if I want a cup of coffee immediately, oh, there needs to be water. It's, how hard is it when you make your coffee? You just check. You just check. You just check. <laughs> check. I always check. I always check when I make coffee. I always check. Uh, and if it's half of if it's half of, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> At home, oh. we have this coffee station. It's a neurotic thing. It really is. <laughs> and and I will, like, I'll go, oh, who? Oh, my God. Look at that water. And then I laugh. I'm literally the only one that uses the coffee station. <laughs> I'm like. Oh, I'm yelling at myself. That would be me. Yeah. I did not yes. feel this the last time. Yes, that's always fun. <laughs> so how come you just don't put one in your office? Like, you have a fridge in there. Put one on top of your fridge. That's because because I don't have a sink. I mean, there's a sink in my bathroom, but now I'm walking too far. And and, and the, everything's communal there. Because Why I got my... is that the answer as opposed to just keeping it filled? Well, I mean, I would like to point out this very rarely happens. No, very and this rarely. Is a, this is a no, neuroses just... of mine, but yes. <laughs> no, I love to that, that, the, the answer is not to shelter myself, to isolate myself in a more elitist manner of, of saying, I'm just going to put a, we'll do it, they do it on real offices, right? We'll put a post-it note. Mm, passive aggressive post-it note. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the, on the uh, coffee maker. Check the water, exclamation mm-hmm. Do you want me to buy your own curry for your office? <laughs> no, no, thank you. I, I'm good. On, on behalf of the bad roommates in the world, I apologize. Uh, I am normally good about you are, refilling actually. the water, and I, I think I was pressed for time, uh, so I just didn't notice that the blue light was going off. Sure. But I, and I don't want to mention how many times there's a mm. there's a used Keurig cup Always. in the in the Keurig, and, and sometimes it's me, but other times it's somebody else who uses their own K cups when they come in from their office and put it in there. See, that's interesting. Just and that, and saying. You're touching. You're touching us. See, that doesn't bother me because your used K cup was in the machine. That doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother you. No. Which I guess is why I don't remove mine. When, well, when, yeah, I 100% wow. know it's not me because my co- coffee's already made, and I come in with my little travel mug. No. I never use our coffee. Yeah, and it, it, this is where it's just great to go, well, I'm the boss. Deal with it. That's what bad <laughs> bosses say. So, And by the way, what are you pressed for time for? It's not like you do anything around here. <laughs> um, what is this one? Uh, okay, so we're talking about the Vince Vaughn movie, The Breakup. Uh, this, uh, but I haven't read this. This might be a terrible email. Just popped in uh, from the printer. It says, I remember when The Breakup came out, and the wife and I went to go see it in theaters. It had its funny parts, but it felt like you were in a house with a couple fighting in the other room. Yeah. It almost seemed awkward sitting uh-huh. there watching the movie. Yeah. All this talk about these Kyles, my name is Deny, and the loyal maggot that I am should be labeled the one and only. Yes, you are the only Deny. 
I, I, and it's, it's D-E-N-A-I, and uh, for years I mispronounced it as Danae uh, until you finally <laughs> corrected me. We will not deny you of that privilege. <laughs> nice. Redeemed yourself. I'm so neurotic about that stupid water thing. Oh, what? we're back to the water. <laughs> hey, hey, what we were talking about earlier about being authentic, I admit my mores. When I come in in the morning, whether I'm first in or third in, uh-huh. whenever I get to the break room, that's the first thing I check. Even if I'm not making coffee, I must know there is water halfway or more in that coffee machine. Because I don't want anyone, including me, to be inconvenienced by it. Some mornings, no joke, I will go into the kitchen first just to check if there's water there, even if I'm not having coffee. Do you know what we do need, though, as you just keep talking about the water there, and, and it would be my responsibility to get it, are filters for that thing. Because eh. I'm not quite yeah. there. That's a racket. Okay, every, oh my, perfect response from all of you, because every time I've thought about it, and then I forget, that's exactly what goes to my mind. I'm like, they don't care. They could care less if that thing, and I know that you guys could care less so much that there has been a box sitting in my office for two months of a new water filter for the fridge and i'm like they oh. don't care either that they thing could care less if there's like a new water filter in here that thing hasn't been changed since we moved into this building <laughs> no, it has Tw- t- like what 12 years ago no no, no it, it's been changed 14. oh it has I, yeah like it oh. came with that and then i changed it oh. i don't know it's probably been a year because i was like oh my god when was the last time anyone changed this because i'm like no one's thought of this i know it and the only reason i thought about it is because my one at home was dinging, telling us it's time to change it. And I was like, dear God, when's the last time the one in the building? So I refuse to drink our water, too, from the fridge. Oh, I, I would bring in my own water until that thing gets changed. And I got to remember and to change The it. minute it gets changed, I'll pull it out. I want, I want, I, we have great quality water. We're very fortunate where we are. Yeah. And, I, and I want the, the, the stuff that's in our water. I was going to say, the Keurig water didn't need a filter because the, the obviously the, the fridge water is the one we use. And I thought it was filter. I guess it's not, but it still does taste delicious. I've never had a little hint of funk to it at all. As the guy who, who, who is always checking and probably fills up the coffee maker two or three times a week i use the sink water so you're not oh, even getting it from the fridge because we have great water See, and and, oh and you God. want water? the part you want the particulates that are in All the right. water I, I want does everyone Four understand nine. why i don't go in that kitchen there are three everyone who's psychotic uses it. No. The, the, and, and, okay just because filtered let's say every single time filtered water gets poured into the coffee maker the keurig the little filter inside the Keurig, that has nothing to do with that. It, that still needs to be changed. No, nope, don't want it. Do you know how dirty that thing's going to be if I took it out? Don't care. Oh, It's all good for you. You guys. How much to lick the mold? Uh. <laughs> oh By the way, what we really need is we need, we need an automatic filling station like yep. we have for dogs and cats yep. where it just fills up automatically. So look into that, Dawn, for the, uh, for the Keurig. What do you? What? And we'll just, just we'll just get up to the sink. Plumb we'll just, a water spout yeah. to it. Go. So all you got to do is just like it automatically detects. Like when the blue light goes off, it'll automatically fill it up for us. All right, let's oh get to uh, WinRob's change. We do it every morning at six thirty and nine thirty. We start with Chris, the Princess Spreadsheeter, currently in the Winter Wonderland of Canada. A, eh? 
He says, Rick had a great guess at 6.30 this morning, and after Rob's clue, there are now just 18,852 possibilities remaining in my spreadsheet, which is a .0053% chance of winning with the next guess. To put that in perspective, the same percentage of boys aged 15 to 19 will be diagnosed with syphilis this year. Oh, oh my. Wrap we it are, up, boys. We are looking oh. for our third guess. If you give us the right amount of money, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob and Dawn Show. And now back to Rad Radio. Our gift to you is showing up when we feel like it. Happy holidays. We've got a couple emails, rad at radradio.com. Uh, we have another Kyle who is emailed in. Excellent. Gone down the Kyle hole today. Uh, says, okay. I am an elder Kyle. <laughs> oh. I believe I'm number 14. Yes, you are number 14. Uh, born in 1989, I have been listening to y'all for years. I stopped for a short time for some unknown reason, and I've started again, and I'm remembering why I love this show. Oh, that's nice. And uh, we had a, when we had the uh, Kyle number 13 uh, identify in the previous segment. It gave me an opening to identify the bad roommate who had uh, <laughs> left the, uh, the cheery coffee maker not prepared with enough water for the next roommate. Sorry. Who might want to use it on demand during a uh, commercial break. Mm. And Brandon was nice enough to, uh, to raise his hand. Hey, that was me. He doesn't talk like that. Sometimes I do when I say it was me. Uh, I, want, I want to thank uh, Zach. Good looking out here, Zach. He says, Rob, are you sure Brandon isn't setting you up for your next quote-unquote accident? <laughs> First... He shoves you in a bonfire, then a wine rack. I have this image of Brandon peeking around the corner, plotting how he's going to use the coffee maker to make you, quote, slip and fall. I plead the fifth. If you were to slip and fall, it'd probably be my fault because I always drop my water bottle everywhere and it goes over the kitchen floor or I fill it up too much and it leaks and I, I find myself cleaning up water on that floor all the time. So you do clean it up eventually. Sometimes I don't get all of it, though. It seems like a very Kyle thing to do to go, eh, Brandon's dog will be here someday and he can yeah. just lick up the it's water. water it's dry. Yeah, yeah, water's not slippery. Yeah. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. When you change. Make your best guess and estimate the calculation in rough shore of change. Dollar eighteen to win Rob's change. Hello there, Kevin. Good morning, anybody. We've had two guesses and two clues. If you somehow have figured out the correct amount of money, you'll win it. What is your guess? About four fifty-five seventy-nine. Four hundred fifty-five dollars and seventy-nine cents. Let's see, two of those, and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then there's a two. Uh, wait a minute, two of those. What was the guess? Four hundred fifty-five dollars and seventy-nine cents. Huh. That is a legitimate guess. You lose. Oh, man. You all ching ching. In the guess, $455.79, two of the numbers are in the correct answer. A four, a five, a seven, and a nine. Two of them, because he used uh, the five twice, uh-huh. are in the final correct answer. Earlier during the holiday pile, we had the email from uh, Bubba. 
who uh, <laughs> wrote, who was being passive aggressive towards uh, what he called his whore wife for volunteering <laughs> him uh, to uh, to prepare a Christmas dinner because uh, uh, her brother had hosted Thanksgiving. So, oh, we're, we're going to host Christmas. Oh, and Bubba, you're going to cook. Oh, and you're going to cook Cornish game hens, 18 of them. Uh, and so yeah. he he was writing about brining them and wanted to see if he had the 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 solution or the the formula right. You know how long do I brine it, et cetera. And we were just talking. It's like it, it, it the prep is so much more because you're having to prep 18 different things rather than a turkey and a ham or yeah, a I, prime rib or whatever. I would say who was it? The brother-in-law who ever hosted Thanksgiving got off easy. Right. He made a turkey. Oh, and the turkey sucked because he didn't use our <laughs> brine. Remember. Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about Jeremy wrote in and said, I cooked 12 game hens for Thanksgiving, used your brine, and I let them soak for three hours. Yeah, so he and he did them all, uh, as I understand it, he, he did them all at once, which is what I was trying to figure out with Bubba. Is he doing 18 individual brines or is he doing them, is he brining them all at once? Because then you get into the math of, well, okay, the three hours because they're going to be, they're, they're, the brine is, is uh, distributed more. So you got to go longer. Than the total pound of each turkey or of each game hen, but you don't want to go to the total pound of all of them, then you'll really overbrine them. It's it's a lot of calculations going on there. Dumb question. Always. So, <laughs> is it just the whole little game hen right there on your plate, and yeah. you got to just do it all yourself? It's just like it's just like a whole turkey. It's like or... a rotisserie turkey, no, only it's even smaller. I've, 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 yes, I'm yeah. sorry. I've seen what they look like, but that's how they just plop it on your plate. Yeah. And then you just break it apart and do whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It, because because it is only big enough for one person. You know, like you make yeah. a whole chicken, that's enough for. Why don't you know if they people. cut it up for you? Or whatever. No. <laughs> My God. That'd be an extra work. <laughs> what are we children? Let me cut your meat for you. What do you do with the turkey? Right, it's on the platter. You're carving a turkey because Wait. you're feeding multiple people. Carving the little with the little knife. There, there's the, they only feed one person. <laughs> That, that was a stupid question. I prefer. I pr appreciate you. Oh yeah, I knew it was dumb. Letting me know. I don't. It seems very fancy. Oh, hold on. Do I they just, stuff them too? Yeah, Is that something you put oh, stuffing in? You can. I want a buffalo chicken version, like it just oh. all a buffalo sauce, because they're the size of like a big wing anyway. You can do that. You can just uh, <laughs> soak it in uh, Frank's wing sauce or kick it up a notch. Just oh. fry it. Uh, hold on here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris, the uh, princess spreadsheeter, he's got a question about the guest. Didn't the ninth only have more of the ninth? Uh, nah, hmm. It should have been an invalid guest. Let me see here. So it was supposed to be. This one right now should have been invalid? Yeah, you know. No, Chris. No, it didn't. It had it had the correct. No, go back and look at guest number two, and and the it, 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 there are, there were there are the correct numbers there, right? Hmm. Hmm. Oh boy. Oh. Glasses on. No, no, he's right. Uh oh. One, two. Three. Damn it! That was an invalid Three. guess. Now you got a free clue. Three. Oh well. Oops. Whatever. What? Oh. <laughs> really? See, even we can't follow along with our own game. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I want to check too. I right? There's, oh, there's there it is. Oh, that was okay. It was that was from before? Right. But it boop boop and then there's this one. Yep, yep. So well, we got a clue anyway. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show.
Happy holidays, maggots. Buy yourself something awful. I mean, rad. In the stupid store at radradio.com. In about 15 minutes on Rad TV, the Mix Picks podcast uh, with Steve Mickelson and I and our special guest, Dawn's husband, Gary. Yay, Gary! We will talk sports, including the embarrassing state of professional sports in the city of Oakland, California. The Oakland A's will be the next to leave, but they're replacing them with the Oakland B's. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. I wish it was that. <laughs> I mean, it would still be embarrassing. But the, oh. the, the story is even worse than that. Oh, I, I, will, I will showbiz myself only this way. It's not, It's not. and that, that was a great, uh, a great uh, conclusion to jump to. It's not B-E-E-S. It's just the letter B, apostrophe S. What? We'll explain on the podcast. Tiger oh, Woods boy. is back uh, for the first time since the Masters tomorrow. Huge weekend in college football. Huge. NFL, of course, uh, Eagles, Niners, and uh, the Sacramento Kings beat the Warriors last night. Yeah. We'll talk about that stupid in-season tournament as well. The beam. <laughs> Uh, that'll be on the Mixed Picks podcast uh, live on Rad TV. You can watch or listen at members.radradio.com, or you can catch it anytime afterwards at members.radradio.com. Now, if you're a welfare recipient and you're just waking up to start your busy day, good morning. Here's a recap via emails from allegedly working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's showgram. Uh, with only 26 days to go, we talked about Christmas trees. Yay, Christmas. Americans prefer slightly artificial trees, and we talked about the reasons why. Um, this is from No Name. It says, I prefer fake trees. Real trees are a pain in the ass, especially if you are a pet owner, and especially cats. <laughs> as, as Dawn said, they might jump into the tree. Oh, yeah. Uh, Allison says, we've mostly done fake trees in the past 20 years just because it was easy and cheap. But in true hypocrite style, we lived on a farm with goats. So we would go around to friends and neighbors and collect their live trees and gave them to our goats. Best treat for the goats. Wow. That's amazing. Good nature recycling. A lot of fiber. And Laura says, we don't do any of it. We have a Christmas cactus. All fake, no bugs. I can't do the real jazz. It just creeps me out, effing bugs. That is so cute, though, a Christmas cactus. Maybe I'll do that, but a real one. That's fine, because you don't have kids. I don't know if she does either, but, you know, take the yeah, wonder any, out of it. Any Christmas. kids in our life now, they're, they're older. The smaller ones don't even live in town. I mean, if, if, you, if you're that scared of bugs, at least get a, a Christmas tree and at least put it in a, in a see-through box or something <laughs> so that the kids can see it. Um, this is from uh, Michael. says, I was catching up on some missed shows, and I heard Kyle exclaim that geese are mean. Yeah, they suck. Yes, a, a blanket statement made by Kyle. <laughs> I can't stand geese. Like, if I had to hate an animal the most, probably geese. Oh, and Pomeranians. Okay, sorry, I'm done. I mean, well, I mean, we, that could be a fun list. Uh, I know, I think, I think oh. Brandon and I, uh, I mean, hate's a strong word when it comes to yeah. animals, but I know Yorkshire Terriers would not fare well no. uh, for, for Rotten us. Rotten dogs. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, that's my, mine. do you have childhood trauma from that as well? Because that's what yeah, mine is. I had a neighbor that had a Pomeranian and okay. it used to get up on the leg and do its business and you mm. couldn't shake it off and his name was Foxy and they'd just go like, oh, Foxy, Foxy. I just, oh, I can't steal What was, what was yours, Brando? Were you a bunch of family members that owned them? My, so on my mom's side of the family, all the women, so my grandma my mom's aunt, my mom's my my mom's grandma, all oh. of them had a, a pack of those damn Yorkies, and my, oh. so my great grandma lived in this house where they would all convene, oh. and the house itself smelled like dog doo and dog oh. whiz all the time. And th- like we had one Yorkie that was actually really well behaved. His name was Chauncey, and he was my favorite of them all because he wasn't the stereotypical Yorkie, mm-hmm. but the rest of them. Ah, uh, just the worst breed of dog. Yeah, our our good one. The only good one we had was Killer, and of course he died young. Somebody threw poison over the fence. Oh, that's messed up. Terrible. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't assign the word hate to it, 
But if we were going to say in the genre of dogs, I, I, I'm just not a little dog person at all. I, I just, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it at all. But I mean, they're cute, they're sweet, whatever. But nah, no. Honey, go get that French bulldog. Dawn will never come over. <laughs> All right, Michael says, I was catching up on some shows. Kyle exclaimed, geese are mean, and it immediately brought me back to my memory of my grandfather. He was a World War II vet, stormed the beaches of Normandy, received a silver star and two bronze stars, and was a tough old bird until the day he died. When I was about five, we were at the park feeding the geese and the ducks bread. There was this big white goose that ran over to me and bit my hand, trying to get the bread that I was holding. Ah, rude. My, my grandpa walked over, grabbed it, and wrung its neck. Threw the dead goose on the ground and said, "Let's go." Oh damn! Badass. Wow. <laughs> you a little, little PTSD. <laughs> I hope that helped. Oh oh oh! I just want to amend something. Boston Terriers are great. Those little dogs. Those are fun. They look. They remind me of Berkshire pigs. Yeah, it was going to take less than <laughs> sixty seconds to think of a little dog that you yeah, didn't yeah, name. Those, big those are great. Statement. They're funny. Uh, if you watch us live on Rad TV at uh, members.radradio.com, you get a uh, question of the day during the commercial breaks. Email in your answers, and we save until the end of the uh, live show. What would today's question? If you could replace raindrops with anything, what would you want to fall from the sky? Uh, a lot of people went uh, the route that uh, Andrew took uh, and chose a, a food item. In fact, my wife immediately texted me and said, I would choose kolaches because they're delicious <laughs> and not the, the stupid fruity ones, the uh. sausage ones. I'm going to make some this weekend. What's mm. a kolache? It's a, it's, oh. a, it's, a, it's a certain kind Heaven. of smoked sausage wrapped in a certain kind of pastry that's not, oh. it's not a croissant, but it's not oh. a roll. And they're huge in Texas. Oh, so it's like pigs in a blanket. Yes, yeah. but better. But way oh. better. And they're, 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 oh, they're so good. They're everywhere. And, and the best ones you'll find at a donut shop. Always. <laughs> oh. Uh, Andrew says the answer is obviously Skittles. So we could all taste the rainbow. Oh. Mm. Uh, now, Meg. Shut up, Meg. Uh, she brought up something some as well that I was thinking. But Because how's the question phrased? If you could replace raindrops yeah. with anything, what would you want to fall from the yeah. sky? See, I don't want rain to go away. I I, I'll, I play the game, but I, mm. I'm not replacing rain. I love rain. I love the rain, so I don't I don't want rain to go away. And she says I'm an Oregonian, so taking away the little rain we get in California compared to what I'm used to would kill me. But if I had to change it, coffee would pour from the skies. Oh, oh. man, it's open wide. And not pumpkin spice crap coffee. <laughs> okay, Only it's good. <laughs> black French roast. That way it would smell delicious, and my energy would stay up enough to keep up with my three boys. Would it be hot coffee? Mm. Oh, yeah. Good idea, but I, I just want the rain to be warm. I just want warm raindrops. That way you can go outside naked and have no problem because the cold rain's annoying. Uh, the tropical rain yeah. in Hawaii I was say, is the best. That, that must have been one of your favorite things about Hawaii. Well, the temperature there. was warm, but the water still wasn't like that warm. It was just all right. What? I didn't notice it I mean, being warm. There was most days when the raindrops hit, I was like, oh, it's kind of chilly. I, I think I've only been in three of those rainstorms. It's always been warm rain. It's like Florida mm. rain yeah. uh, when, when it blows in. The wind might make it cold. I, I'm surprised. I was thinking of like um, chocolate syrup, but that'd be so messy. <laughs> a lot of people didn't think their answers through. Uh, my Machiavellian side says Carly would replace raindrops with $100 bills. Ooh. Mm. Then they're all worthless because we're all just, there's no, there's no value to them. So you, you gotta they're think, just all there. You got to think these things through. Yeah. You can always get them all the time and we all have access to them. So she did kind of correct herself. She said, I guess to make it fair, it would rain a combination of random denominations. There you go. So, you know, right. You get a one. There's like oh. 100 and then the rest are one. Ooh, I hate for the pennies and the nickels to fall. <laughs> Ouch. That would suck. Hail.
<laughs> That's yeah, that would be our version of hail. Manuel says Oreos or any type of cookies. Who the hell is going to complain about delicious sweet snacks falling from the sky? Diabetics. <laughs> I knew it. Again, think these things through. Well, then great. There's more for everyone else. Oh, and a bunch of dead humans lying around. <laughs> Well, they have to eat it, right? Right. <laughs> It'll get in their pores. Oh, yeah. Toxic shock syndrome. Oh, God. Uh, and uh, Wendy, Wendy's not thinking either. You know, Dawn's like, eh, dog is thoroughly messy. Wendy says, I would replace raindrops with cotton candy. All kinds of wonderful flavors and a yummy, sticky God, mess. It would take oh, forever God. to fall. No, thank yeah. you. No. So light. Oh, it's still up you're, there. Uh, yeah, you can catch it with your tongue. <laughs> you waiting and waiting. You evaporate. You die of starvation. Uh, Mixed Picks podcast is in mere moments on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com, and we will be back tomorrow. Okay, that does it. Screw you guys, and I'm going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Yar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Ah, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Ha-ha. So long, stink town. Hasn't been a little slice of heaven because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn show.